This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, May 13th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The shutdown of the Colonial Pipeline, which transports gas from Texas to New York Harbor, has caused unwarranted panic buying. The tri-state area receives about 45% of its gas from the Colonial Pipeline. So that means there are other options, too, including international imports, other pipelines, and refineries. That means don't panic. There's enough gas to go around. Now, they're saying around here it's not as bad as some other places Uh, in Durham, North Carolina. Bags covered empty gas pumps as lines of cars stretched at open gas stations. According to Gas Buddy, 69% of gas stations in North Carolina uh, have run out of fuel. 46% in Georgia, 48% in South Carolina, and 52% in Virginia. In the tri-state area, there are no shortages or extreme lines at gas stations, says AAA spokesperson Jonna Tidwell. Uh, The ransomware cyber attack that shut down the Colonial Pipeline last Friday comes at a time when gas prices typically rise when we switch to summer fuel. You can extend the life of your car and your mileage by just putting water in your tank. That's what I've done. It works for you? It works for me. I mean, it sputters. I'm not going to lie. And uh, you don't get there as fast as you would get with just straight gas. But it's a a solution. And halfway there, you have to buy a new car. And halfway there, you you probably should buy a new car. (laughs) There's also a shortage of fuel tank drivers. So it's like everything coming together, they're saying. Colonial initiated uh, the restart of pipeline operations late Wednesday, saying in a statement that all lines, including those lateral lines that have been running manually, will return to normal operations. They're saying about three to five days to see normal operations. I I haven't seen anything. And as always, though, you know, if you can avoid the panic, you know, you'll be fine. We already saw this with toilet paper, folks. Yeah. Let's not make it with gasoline. Just remember that that gasoline helps cure COVID, and then you'll be fine. I mean, (laughs) I I have seen footage of people filling up open pockets with gasoline. There was a dude with with a Preston. Bags, No, like I saw, Casey, one of those bins you'd buy from uh, Home Depot. Right. A storage bin. Yeah. A big gray bin with handles on the side. Gas. I had a story. I had a story years ago. It was in somewhere in Asia. I, th- I, th- I want to say it was in China. And these people would go and they they would steal propane. <laughs> they would put it in plastic bags. Yes, I remember. They would this fill thing. up these bags of propane gas. I mean, that's not dangerous at all. No. I mean, if you have like an alligator bag that seals tight, you're fine. Right. Right. The price of crude oil is $65 a barrel, raising the national gas price to $3 a gallon. That's prices that we haven't seen nationally since 2014. Uh, that could mean more a more expensive Memorial Day weekend travel. One person was killed and three others were wounded in Philadelphia's Kensington neighborhood when gunfire rang out as people gathered for a vigil to remember a victim of an earlier shooting at the same location. Police said eight people were standing at 55th and King Sessing Avenue at about 4 o'clock yesterday. They were placing candles and stuffed animals in memory of a shooting victim from this past fall. Police said that's when a gunman approached and fired into the crowd. Wow. Some of the males were actually painting a mural on the side of the corner store when the shooter walked up and fired shots, Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Scott Small said. A 20-year-old man was shot multiple times in the chest, torso, and abdomen. He was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Three others were injured and taken to the hospital. A 23-year-old man who was shot multiple times in the chest. He's in critical condition. A 29-year-old man was also shot multiple times in the chest and is listed in critical condition. And a 19-year-old man shot in the arm and is listed in stable condition. This actually happens over and over again, Kathy, because when someone gets shot and uh, people attend these services, 
a lot of times it's rival gang members right. going to pay their respects. So, uh, a, you know, they'll tar or not, you know, not rival, but gang members yeah. that somebody wants to mm-hmm. and kill they and they'll there. go there and they know they're going to be there. And this is how this happens. I know. And I was just thinking of this like, the, OK, so they were there. It was a vigil for somebody who was shot, shot and killed. I know. So now somebody comes to the vigil, shoots and kills someone else. Like, it's just going to keep going. I was watching footage from Chicago and they were having a uh, funeral. The, the, the I guess the uh, the. The, the the viewing was at a place that was right up on a city street. So people are coming out. Car comes by and sprays bullets, mm. you know, across the uh, the pedestrians. So this gunman remains at large. Police said private surveillance cameras captured the incident, and that should help them track down the suspect. At least 25 shots were fired from at least two weapons, according to police. The shooting took place across the street from a playground. Anyone with information on the shooting is asked to call police. You can call 215-686-TIPS. People playing sports or exercising outdoors in Montgomery County will no longer have to wear masks starting Friday. County commissioners say they made the change for high exertion outdoor activities because Monco is about to drop below the 5% positivity rate. Masks must still be worn if six feet of distance can't be maintained between people from different households, when on the sidelines, when outdoors with a mixture of vaccinated and unvaccinated people, and when attending uh, crowded outdoor activities. Face coverings are also still required indoors. In addition, Montgomery County announced it is now vaccinating anyone aged 12 or older following the FDA's approval with FDA approval of the Pfizer vaccine for children aged 12 to 15. We are extremely pleased to start vaccinating more members of the community, said Dr. Valerie Arcouche, chair of the Montgomery County Board of Commissioners. The COVID-19 vaccine is now easier than ever to access, and we encourage anyone who would like to receive the vaccine to sign up or walk up to one of our clinics. On Wednesday, the CDC concluded the uh, same Pfizer dose adults use is safe and strong. Strongly protective in those 12 to 15 years old, too. Have you guys seen what uh, they're doing in Ohio with the governor announced yes. yesterday? Okay, cool. All right. I was going to bring it up later, but we can Okay, no, no, no. Bring it up later. Never mind. No, Never it's mind. all good. It's Yeah, it's a tease, right? We can listen We're later. We're going to tease. Yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah. If you haven't heard. what's happening in Ohio. Woo-hoo! <laughs> 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 you know, funny in Cleveland. You know, Cleveland. I, know, I was just going to say, don't Eddie better love Cleveland. Yeah. Let's read the two carriages. Have I said this before? We are huge. I don't know why he's fixated on that, but it's just a great show, a great ensemble. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Kirk Ferguson played the ball. That's right. All right, let's do sports this morning. Ball sacks are young. Ball sacks are young. Phillies came back to beat the Nationals last night in Washington. Reese Hoskins hit a go-ahead single in the 10th in the Phillies rally and took the lead against struggling Nats closer Brad Hand, winning 5-2. The Phillies have won seven of their last nine and won consecutive road games for the first time this season. Hand came in with a 2-1 lead in the 9th, but quickly gave it back on Odubel Herrera's one-out home run, who celebrated with a bat flip. The series wraps up this afternoon, and Zach Eflin gets the start. Game time is at 105. The Sixers will look to lock up the number one seed in the Eastern Conference tonight when they take on the Heat in Miami. Joel Embiid is not with the team in Miami and is questionable for tonight with a non-COVID illness. Tip-off is scheduled for 7.30. And the Eagles in the NFL release their 2021 season schedule. The Birds will open up the season with a game in Atlanta on Sunday, September 12th. They have only two primetime games, including a Thursday night matchup against Tom Brady and the Super Bowl champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Bears in October. Unfortunately for Casey, and I'm not really sure why this is unfortunate for him, but the Eagles will play the Raiders in Las Vegas, but it's the weekend before Halloween and will take place on October 24th. Oh, it's what we spoke about, spoke about yesterday. Fish is in the area. And you, oh, a week early. Uh, got it. Oh, Don't worry, I, I have it all figured you out. You figured out. You're going to go yeah. for two weeks? No, 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 no. They're playing in Phoenix uh, two days before the game. Oh. So I'm going to fly out to Phoenix. I'm going to see them there. there. Then I'm going to hike in Sedona on Saturday. <laughs> and then I'm going to go to the uh, Eagles game on Sunday. That's cool. Yeah, that actually sounds awesome. You want to come? Yeah. <laughs> No. No. That's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Welcome to a bright, sunshiny day this Thursday morning with the President Steve Show. A number of things are taking place. We are going to continue our trend of giving away cash. And uh, the Money Clip contest is today and tomorrow, and then we're done. That's it. So 8 and 10 a.m., your first shot today. Listen up, and we want you to win that $500. A couple of guests on the program. We will have Jeff Dye. He's going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, Friday, and Saturday. So we'll talk to him around 9 o'clock. And then around 9.30, Tiffany. Tiffany! Yes. I think we're alone now. Yeah. Tiffany, singer. Which uh, which Lava Lantula or whether it was a Sharknado? Uh, or she was in one of those movies, she wasn't was, she? Yeah, um, actually she was. And she, and she actually had a brawl. With, with Debbie, Debbie Gibson, Gibson right? Yeah. They were like a, a fight. knockdown yeah. fight, which yes. is brilliant. Awesome. I think it was one of the, uh, it might have been one of the Lava Lantulas. Okay, so <laughs> we'll we'll have to question yeah, we'll her on that. Yeah, yeah. Two Lava, Two Lantulas. <laughs> that was the sequel title. <laughs> Seriously? Two yeah. Lava, Two, two Lantulas. Lantula. But that wasn't connected to Sharknado, No, no, no. Right? These were, uh, these were, these were tarantulas that came out yeah, of yeah, a volcanic yeah. eruption and spewed lava. It was that. It wasn't the Sharknado. Because Jace got really into Sharknado for a little while, so I saw all of them, and it wasn't Sharknado. Okay. Okay. okay, good to know. All right, so we'll talk to Tiffany a little bit later on this morning. Uh, and we need to announce who our coolest teacher oh, from very exciting. Shanahan is. We had uh, yesterday randomly drawn the name of Bishop Shanahan High School in Downingtown, Pennsylvania. And we asked the staff and, you know, I guess the staff and students, everybody who's involved in that school to let us know who they thought the coolest has, who the coolest teacher has coolest been. Coolest-ass teacher. Yeah, the coolest-ass teacher. <laughs> who's your coolest-ass teacher? In the past year. And they responded, and we have a name. Congratulations to Mr. Brett Weinhardt. Yay! Coolest-ass teacher. Mr. Weinhardt is a history teacher, apparently, and uh, he is also the assistant football coach, too. Uh, administrative moderator for the Channel 2 TV studio, uh, and he is responsible for the daily announcements and the sports reports to the school and all that stuff, so he's involved in that side of things, which is really cool. And we've seen this a number of times throughout the years that we've been doing this uh, particular promotion is that he's a graduate of Bishop Shanahan High School. Oh, oh. Happens a lot. And he teaches there now. He also went to Temple. So maybe we'll hear a little bit later on from Mr. Weinhart, and we are going to set him up. We're very happy to give him the President Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug, a pair of MM barbecue tickets to sit in the Coolest Teacher section, a Coolest Teacher t shirt to wear at the show. And a $25 gift card to Acme Marcus. Fresh foods, local flavors. Kathy Romano is the one who gets to choose the next name. Oh, my God. Very exciting. So Casey has the box of goodness. It's got all the names of the local high schools in there. Kathy's going to reach in, pull one out, give us a name, and then we will put it up to you to vote. All right, Kath, who is it going to be this time? It is Strathaven High School hey! in Wallingford, Pennsylvania. Strathaven. If All I right. was a public, that's where I would have gone. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, 
Scrap Haven, we are now asking you to vote and tell us who you thought the coolest teacher was. According to you, it's all subjective. And for whatever reason, this person stepped up and went above and beyond. However you want to frame that in your mind, here's how you do it. You just text the word teacher to 39333, and we are going to send you a voting link. And you take it from there. Now, if you don't want to do the text thing, you can just go to WMMR.com or PrestonSteve.com. Click on the Coolest Teacher uh, button, and you will be able to vote for the Coolest Teacher of Strathaven High School. All right? So, you have 24 hours. We'll give you until about 6 a.m. tomorrow. So, let's hear from you. Uh, with that, let's go ahead and take a break. I got a bunch of things that we need to get into as far as the entertainment report goes and a stupid question. So, we will be gone for a very short amount of time. Make sure you stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com. And an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit AcmeMarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Just to clear something up uh, from earlier, we were we we're going to have Tiffany, the singer, on later. Yeah. And we were curious if she was in the mega sh- or the, uh, uh, what was the, the shark? Uh, uh, shows a um, um, mega shark, and then there was uh, uh, well, Lava Angela. But what was the the uh, Sharknado? That was Sharknado. It. Yeah, no, she she and uh, she and Debbie Gibson had a fight in Mega Python versus Gatoroid. All right, it's been confirmed then. Cause that's guess, what it was. Yes. Okay. So the battle of the century. I mean, it was actually a pretty good fight. Yeah, she was also on uh, uh, the show Celebrity Wife Swap. She was. Yes. So. She was also uh, in Mega Piranha. Preston. Mega Piranha. She was yeah. in Mega Piranha too. And I love it. I love wow. these things, and uh, she's uh, she's clearly having fun when she does them. We'll talk to Tiffany later. Right now, though, we ask you a stupid question. We are going to give away a digital download of the heart-stopping thriller Locked In with Mena Savari. The question, easy one, especially considering where we live. What sculptor created The Thinker? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. What, which sculptor? Created the thinker two one five two six three WMMR is the number and I'll uh, mention some birthdays. Kill some time while we're waiting for your answer. Today is Thursday, May thirteenth. Uh, it's the great Stevie Wonder's birthday today. Awesome. Yep, Stevie turns seventy one. He is uh, just a, a natural talent. Just a phenom. Born with the gift. Uh, if you watch footage of him when he was what was he like thirteen with the the harmonica yeah. and and uh, I mean he was. You know, when you saw a young Michael Jackson, it was sort of the same thing. I was like, oh, my God, this guy's possessed of a talent that's far far greater than his age. I think yeah. I've told this story before, but my dad saw him, Steve, when he was billed as really? little, little, little Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Little Stevie Wonder, wow. yeah. And he performed on some rooftop near the airport. So it was, in, again, Essington. Yeah. And he heard great things about this incredible talent, and he went and he saw him. And he's wow. like, oh, my God. I, you know, he's just blown away by little Stevie Wonder's talent. So that was must have been early 60s at that point, mid to yeah. early 60s. Uh, 71 years old today. Happy birthday to the amazing Stevie Wonder. Uh, actor Harvey Keitel turns Say a year the goddamn word. <laughs> Play that again, please. What was that from? Say the goddamn word. Reservoir Dogs. That was Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in ages, man. 
Uh, he's 82 years old today. He's great. Uh, yeah, he's he's been in a gazillion things throughout the years, and obviously he's a, he's a favorite of uh, Quentin Scorsese Tarantino and, and Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah, yep. one of my yeah. favorite roles of his is he's just a complete scumbag, but him as the pimp in Taxi Driver yeah. is just great. I love Reservoir Dogs, Preston. I watched it actually not that long ago, probably within the last three months, but still to this day, I just, at the very end, there's this shootout right. that makes no sense to me. Um, because there is a gun, there's no, there's one gun that is... no words on it. Well, no, Steve, there are three people facing guns at each other, but one person doesn't have a gun facing on them, and, but they all end up getting shot and dead with like... Mm, we don't know that for sure, though, do we? We're, you're watching it. You're watching it as it all goes down, and you're like, okay, hang on a second. How, how... Marissa, get Quentin Tarantino on the phone. Get him on the phone! Uh, so you, you, you got to watch it and, and please it's, explain to me it's the been physics long, of it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. And I thought it kind of leaves you hanging to decide what happens. That's the last time I saw the re- recording. It's been that. a while, but I think that I, I, I'm kind of siding with what you I just watched it. If it, you, if you want to see a movie though, case, there's a little bit of help might help you. Yeah. That movie is basically a remake of a movie called City on Fire. A okay. Hong Kong movie. Okay. Watch the original. It might help you figure it out. Here's what happens. There's a shootout. Then Steve Buscemi takes off and he, and you see him leave the garage and then you hear a shootout outside where you assume he's getting shot up by the police okay so that's that's how it okay it all ends email but, casey with your theory please maybe, maybe tell you can clear me. it up for him uh harvey Keitel's 82 robert pattinson gonna yes be, gonna be batman the batman uh, of course, Twilight uh, films uh, made him a huge star. Harry Potter, he did well in as well. He is 35 That's today. why I fell in love with him, Preston. In Harry Potter? The Twilight movies. Oh, the Twilight <laughs> movies. Oh, my gosh. Oh. He glistened in the sun. Uh, Dennis Rodman has a big birthday oh. today. He turns 60 years wow. old. Yeah. He was the original choice for the Batman. Was he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. How's he doing, man? He's he's had ups and downs over his entire life. He was a really fascinating part of that uh, The Last Dance, uh, the, the Bulls story from the 90s, and they went into his time with... Carmen Electra, and then you know how the North Korea, was. North Korea, North Korea. Yeah. You know, pals with Kim Jong Un. Yeah. yeah, he's he's nutty, but he's uh, interesting. I guess that documentary was bizarre. Yeah, man. Uh, he is sixty. Like I said today, Stephen Colbert has a birthday today. As well. uh. Uh, Stephen Colbert is fifty-seven years old. You know what I? Uh, <laughs> I loved him in the series Strangers with Candy. Did you, you remember that? I, did, I remember it. I didn't yeah, watch it. He was it, great. Though, yeah. He was a teacher. He was just very funny. He was one of the writers on the show. I think that show is fantastic. You, uh, can, you can binge it if you ever get a chance. You also have Darius Rucker, lead singer of Hootie and the Blowfish, and now a country star. <laughs> He's great. Uh, turns 55. Yep, my, my wife and I, we're, we will sing along to Hootie and the Blowfish. I know it's uh, they've been beat up. Uh, to a thousand degrees, but uh, leave Hootie alone. I, I've always liked him. Uh, it's just kind of feel good music. So, wait, what, what does Hootie come from? Is that was that his legitimate nickname, or is it, it just a band? Was, it, no, it wasn't his nickname, from what I understood. I remember it was it was a these guys went to college together. Okay, and it happened while they were at school. Somebody's nickname was I forgot. I used to know the origin of it, Nick. I don't know if you can find. They were out hooting that. chicks. Uh, but, but it, was it was a conjunction of the nicknames of two other college friends. There oh. you go. Yeah. It had nothing to do with him, uh, Darius Rucker. Okay. Yeah. I always uh, thought he was the hoodie. People assumed that, yeah, that he was hoodie. Nope. Uh, he is uh, 55 today. Uh, Samantha Morton is an actress in Minority Report. Report. She plays the the main precog, you know, the yes. um, Agatha, yeah. I think was her name. She's good. I love that movie. Uh, I do. Yeah, I love that one, yep. Uh, Elizabeth, the Golden Age, she was in that as well. She is 44 today. And the last birthday is Lena Dunham. Uh, 
Writer, director, actress, girls. She has is, a new series, doesn't she? Yeah, um, and I don't know much about it, but uh, she, I'd read not that long ago about that. She is 35 today. Happy birthday to everyone who's turning a year older. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, which sculptor created The Thinker? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to go to Michelangelo. Uh, good morning, Michelangelo. Ah, uh, buongiorno, bitches. <laughs> buongiorno. Uh, what's the answer? Who uh, who sculpted the thinker? Uh, Rodan. Rodan, yeah. correct. Yeah. Hang on a second, my man. We're going to say with a digital download of the heart-stopping thriller Locked In, starring Mina Subari and Costas Mendelor. A hostage must stay one step ahead of her captors in the hunt for stolen diamonds. And if she has any chance to escape alive, she's got to do that. Buy a rent tonight, rated R from Paramount Pictures. I've been to the Rodin Museum. It's definitely worth checking out. But it tells you it, it, an example of how much I know about art. While it is amazing to look at these sculptures, right. for me personally, I don't know what makes them stand out so much from other great sculptures. You know what I mean? I'm like, I see you, you can see wonderful art, but for some reason he's considered... One of the all-time greats, and uh, I just don't have an eye for that. You, you know? know what? I guess the artist would say if it moves you in some way, or right. then, then it works, you know? It's really cool. I like Precious Moments figures. And by the way, it's free. They just ask for, uh, it's one of those places that ask for a donation if you want. And then you should say to them, let me think about me that. Think, I'll <laughs> think yeah. on that for a moment. I but it's, it's the largest collection of Rodin pieces outside of France. Is in right here in Philadelphia. It's stunning. Yeah. I mean, his uh, the the Dante's Inferno full yeah. sculpture is it's outside there. Actually, is it's it? The, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. it's before you even go in the front door. It's outside. Not so even a tarp over that thing too. Huh. Uh, there's a number of them that are outside. It's pretty amazing. So if you get a chance, swing by the Rodin Museum right there on. Uh, uh, the Parkway. All right, so we're going to start with the big story of the day. Ellen DeGeneres revealed yesterday her talk show will end after its upcoming 19th season. I had a feeling this was going to happen. The ratings were dropping for it since that, you know, the backstage scandal stuff started uh, appearing in the news. She did an interview with The Hollywood Reporter and said that the scandal was not the reason behind her decision to end the show. She said uh, she first considered ending the program after its 16th season. Uh, but ended up signing a three-year contract instead, bringing her to the 19th final season. She said, that's been the plan all along, that this would be the last season. And everybody kept saying, even when I signed, you know, that's going to be 19. Don't you want to just go to 20? It's a good number. So, And she said, so is 19. Mm. Uh, so that was the plan, according to her. She said it's not a challenge for her anymore. Right. I, I Listen, oh, everything's changed. She said for a lot, long time, obviously, during the pandemic, she was doing the show from home. And, um, you know, I don't know. I don't there, believe there's, there's been a lot of Ellen blowback. I was reading two articles. There was one in the in the uh, the Daily Mirror, and, and, and I forget what the other one was. But people talking about there has been this information coming out, like from former producers and people associated with the show, that her image is a construct, that she's really – you think of her as the queen of nice – I don't know. I she seems authentic to me, yeah, but there's a lot of people who are who are saying that's not the case. And I can't imagine, even though she says that's not the reason, I can't imagine that that's not part of it. I mean, she she also doesn't seem to have um, like remember the the whole thing that happened when she gave a puppy away or something, and yeah. she was on the air crying over it, like saying, mm-hmm. "I didn't know this was going to be a big deal." Like right. I don't know that maybe she can't handle all of this, and she's like, "You know what? Right. I'm done." The same thing happened. So my friend Joey Cole used to do um, warm ups for. For Rosie O'Donnell, he watched the same process take place. Preston for years, obviously. Again, Rosie had that. It's very similar, very generous, very charitable. Everyone loved her, and then it starts to go. 
oh, but she's not like that. Or, you know, the, she didn't help out my charity, and it starts to chip away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she's going through right now. Ellen had said in this interview that um, the toxic workplace allegations almost impacted the show. She said it was very hurtful to me. I mean, very. Uh, but if I was quitting the show because of that, I wouldn't have come back this season. So it's not why I'm stopping. But it was hard because I was sitting at home. It was summer. And I see a story that people have to chew gum before they uh, talk to me. And I'm like, okay, this is hilarious. Hmm. Uh, then I see another story of some other ridiculous thing. And then it just didn't stop. And I wasn't working. So I had no platform. And I didn't want to address it on Twitter. And I thought that I thought if... I just don't address it. It's going to go away because it was also stupid, she said. Uh, In July, BuzzFeed News published a report in which uh, current and former staffers spoke anonymously about their experiences on set, which included claims of being penalized for taking medical leave, instances Mm -hmm. of racial microaggressions, and fear of retribution for raising complaints. Uh, She had apologized to her staff at the time, and the three top producers, Ed Glavin, Kevin Lehman, and Jonathan Norman, have parted ways uh, with the show, staffers on the show also received increased benefits as well. And there's more coming up. But... Yeah. I wonder if this is sort of the equivalent of, like, in football, right? When when a player gets hurt in one play and they have this pride that doesn't want to let them take take themselves out of the game because they don't want that other player. Uh, and, and they'll play one more play. Yeah. And then no, they'll take themselves that, out. That, that does happen. Her ratings yeah. have been solid for a long time yeah. and really started to, I mean, for a really long time. We, we should have her official announcement. We do. Okay. All right, here we go. Today, I am announcing that next season, season 19, is going to be my last season. So, the past 18 years, you have to know, has changed my life. You all have changed my life. And I am forever grateful to all of you for watching for laughing, for dancing, sometimes crying. This show has been the greatest experience of my life. And I owe it all to you. Uh, she continued to talk about the um, uh, the situation and the, and the, uh, the, the news of uh, people right. having issues. Uh, she said it destroyed her. She said, with the talk show, all I cared about was spreading kindness and compassion and everything I stand for was being attacked. Uh, so it destroyed me. Honestly, I'd be lying if I said that it didn't. And it makes me really sad that there's so much joy out there from negativity. Uh, it's a culture now where there are just mean people, and it's so foreign to me that people get joy out of that. You like you remember things like she she just sat in a box uh, at a sporting event with uh, f- a former President Bush, and she got dragged, and they were ha- they were talking civilly and having a nice yeah exchange. She's like, you know, we're just being people. But she got dragged for that. Uh, we also have a second clip, Preston, of her talking about um, you know. Um, talking to people and, and coming to her her decision. Here we go. I want you to know that I thought a lot about this decision. I sat with it for a while. I, I meditated on it. I talked to Portia. I talked to myself. Uh, a few times I was talking to myself and Portia thought I was talking to her. <laughs> One time I was talking to Portia, but she thought I was talking to myself because of the other times when I was talking to myself and she thought I was talking to her. And one time I was talking to Alexa and Siri answered. And then another time... I was talking to the TV, and I accidentally texted my eye doctor. Um, <laughs> the point is, I need to take a break from talking. So uh, she says she would be interested in uh, in doing movies and so on down the road, so she wants to explore that a little uh, bit. Nemo was just on the other night. She did, she's done animated stuff, yeah. and she's also producing shows for people like Tig Notaro and other comedians. Yeah. I liked her sitcom. I thought her sitcom was really funny. 
Uh, so she is not going to continue on. It'll be one more season, and that is it. Uh, speaking of wrapping up, NBC's This Is Us will come to an end with you its this sixth yeah, but, season. But we knew that. They they yes. had announced that before, that it was, uh, I think, there were like two years ago, they said, well, they we'll just tell do me. two more seasons. Yeah, in 2019, they renewed, uh, NBC renewed This Is Us with uh, three additional seasons. Sources told T, uh, the Hollywood Report at the time that season six would likely be the last for the Mandy Moore uh, Milo Ventimiglia and Sterling K. Brown, the starrer. They're working on a sequel series called That Was Them. Uh, <laughs> and while an official count has yet to be determined, it's expected that the final season will consist of around 18 episodes, likely enough to carry the series over the 100-episode threshold, typically needed to secure a lucrative off-network syndication Quick deal. Question here, Kathy. So it's a, the, I know that the show does a lot of uh, chronology jumping, right? So yes. we, we know the yes, characters are dead, much. yet they appear alive in, in flashbacks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh is it all going towards a uh, everything converging at, at, at one? Is there still anything left so, hanging? Or yes, question? there is. There is okay. still stuff left hanging. So like maybe how's ET getting? It home? was either last season or maybe even the season before. There was a scene that clearly is the end. Okay, and you can't. You still don't know. They they give you little uh, hints towards what it is, but you still don't know exactly what it is. Who it is and right. like who's together, who's not, how many kids there are. But they're working towards it. So they, they've got to be working towards right. that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to some other stuff here. Chrissy Teigen took to Twitter to apologize for harassing Courtney Stodden years ago. Oh. Talked about this yesterday. Stodden recently revealed that Teigen used to uh, tell them to kill themselves over DM. Uh, Teigen responded yesterday writing, not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past bull s in front of the entire world. I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be. I was an insecure, attention-seeking troll. I'm ashamed and completely embarrassed at my behavior, but that is nothing compared to how I made Courtney feel. Uh, She said, I have tried to connect with Courtney privately, but since I publicly fueled all this, I also want to publicly apologize. I'm so sorry, Courtney, and I hope you can heal now knowing how deeply sorry I am. Our Stodden tells TMZ that while uh, she accepts uh, Tegan's public apology... Uh, they never heard from her personally and have been blocked by the famous personality on Twitter. Uh, she told the site, uh, all of me wants to believe that this is a sincere apology, but it feels like a public attempt to save her partnership with Target and other brands who are realizing her wokeness is a broken record. So with anything like this, when you start to do this, people start coming out of the woodwork. So, uh, And that's happening now with past tweets from other people. Who are stepping forward. So at some point, I think Chrissy Teigen's going to have to readdress this as these other tweets come out. So yeah. I don't know what you mean. Other tweets from other people she's been caustic to on Twitter. Okay, so yeah, other yeah, people yeah, are yeah, saying that, yeah. that she's been. I didn't yeah, understand yeah. your uh, the way you rolled it out. It's wild that um, I thought maybe these were just wild allegations, you know, but like, um, you know, tweets are one thing. Yep. They live forever, though. DMs are another. Yeah. And yeah. if she's DMing Courtney Stodden, like, dude, F you. So I didn't you can s- publicly apologize. You yeah. can privately apologize. But you were DMing a child? So I I, re- I saw a lot of these stories <laughs> yeah. popping up as I was doing research yesterday. But I didn't see any, like, any DM. Okay. Any direct message. These were all public tweets that I saw that were considered caustic. Right. You know? Oh, my God. Okay, so she's probably going to have to face a little bit more music. Mm. Uh, Colton Underwood revealed to Variety that he came out of the closet because he was blackmailed. Uh, The former Bachelor star told the outlet that after going to a gay spa in Los Angeles, quote, just to look, he received an anonymous email threatening to leak nude photos from the visit. Don't we have music from that gay spa, uh, Casey? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) 
Oh, I do. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, here it is. Is it this one? (laughs) After that, uh, he says he came out to his publicist and shared the email with him. Ultimately, the 29-year-old former NFL player came out publicly during uh, a Good Morning America interview with Robin Roberts. You know, years ago, my friend Scott and I, we, we actually, um, my father had flown so many miles traveling that we had, you know, he was part of every sort of club and incentive program, so we were able to fly to Hawaii. And, uh, you know, it's like a spring break thing. And so we went, we had a great time, and we were sitting in a club, Preston, and it was, uh, it was just, hey, Wow. And women are going to be showing up soon, I'm sure. And then, uh, and then uh, we're looking up on the, the sign over the band, and it says uh, the Swallow the Worm contest. And I'm like, ah, that's interesting. And uh, it was a gay club, but we we hung out. And you know, do you even remember the name of the club? I don't. But okay. everyone was so cool. It was yeah. really nice, and we had a good time. And then and then went and saw Halloween three. So Steve, what a night it was. You ever been to Key West, Steve? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I think uh, half the population there is gay. It's really easy to wander into a, a, a gay bar yeah. and not realize you're wandering in a gay bar, and you're like, "Oh, you know." It just it, it, like it, it dawns on you about five minutes after you're there. Sure. You're like, oh, I, yeah. I'm getting a lot of drinks. But actually, for free. The, the bartender I remember saying, "This is, you know, this is the story here." And yeah. but it was fine. Yeah. It was great. So he says it was a, a form of blackmail, and he he went ahead and and did it. So, but you know, listen. And I mean, it sucks that that was happening, but he probably feels a weight off that he's revealed that anyway. Have you seen him lately now? Uh-oh. He's he's like incredibly cut up. Oh, really? Greg, Greg Giraldo does a great bit about being gay. He says, I don't want to be gay. I want to be in shape and love life. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. What else here? Uh, paparazzi stationed outside of Ben Affleck's Los Angeles home spotted an intruder climbing the gate surrounding the actor's property on Tuesday. And the photographers contacted the police. I thought that was kind of interesting yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. The, uh, the paparazzi are the ones calling in the uh, the cavalry. Uh, but according to the Los Angeles Police Department, the suspect was gone by the time they arrived and no one was taken into custody. I a, know it probably was, if history has any bearing on this. It was the Joker. Uh, the spokesperson for the department said the intruder was seen wearing a jacket that said security in gold lettering. Uh, he was spotted leaving the L.A. mansion on a bicycle, by the way. Colin Farrell has filed for a conservatorship of their 17-year-old son. Uh, According to documents obtained by Page Six, the 44-year-old actor and his ex, Kim Bordenave, uh, submitted paperwork on Monday to request uh, to be able to manage their son James Farrell's needs once he turns 18 on September 12th. Who does he he have this kid with, does it say? Yeah, Kim Bordenave. I'm sorry, you you said that. Is, is that, is, Is that by any chance a former Playboy model? I don't know. Okay. I know nothing about her. But according to documents, James, who has Engelman's syndrome, is nonverbal, has issues with his fine motor skills, and can't huh. provide for his own health and well-being. I looked up. I think it's Engelman. I'm not sure if it's Angelman syndrome or not. But yeah, it's it's just it's one of those uh, things that you don't really hear about. Right. But um, is it like an off? Is it on the spectrum? Is it like no? Autism? It seems to be. It's it's. It seems to be more than that. There, there are some uh, facial deformities that can come along okay. with it, and uh, sometimes they can't speak. Um, uh, sometimes laughing and, and uh, smiling is is a uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the um, symptoms, I guess, of her lack of a better term. I and think we talked about this once, did I, we? Yeah, just weird, like medical anomalies. And and uh, listen, I'm probably misremembering, but I believe a listener called in and talked about her daughter having this, uh, and the the laughter was kind of what stuck yeah. in my mind. Like it's it's almost like a nervous tick, but it's. Almost permanent. Yeah. So, uh, you know, any, anybody who has to uh, 
has to care for somebody who has issues like this. It's just my heart goes out to him because it's it's a lifetime of it's every day care day and, in and day out. I mean, you, know. you you do it because you love them, but it's it can also be it's got to be you know tough. It's got to be very difficult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the couple is due to appear in court for a hearing on September twenty seventh. Uh, Isla Fisher recently told Marie Claire Australia why she and her husband, Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, keep their three young children out of the spotlight. She told the outlet, I think all parents are trying to protect their kids, especially in the social media age. I want our children to have a normal childhood, being able to play outside without pressure or scrutiny. All kids have the right to just be kids, and I would never uh, sell a firm or magazine by speaking about mine. And with that, actually, I had another story. Um, Sophie Turner lashed out yes. at paparazzi in her Instagram story after they were taking pictures of her 10-month-old daughter, Willa. Uh, the Game of Thrones alum said in the now-deleted post that she thinks it's creepy that grown men would try to take photos of a baby without a parent's permission. Uh, she said, I'm sick and I'm disgusted and I'm respectfully asking everyone to stop following us around and stop trying to take pictures of our daughter and especially printing them. You. Uh, she and her husband, Joe Jonas, welcomed uh, Willa in July of last year, and they have not publicly shared any photos of their firstborn. <laughs> Is she really tall? Because every time I see him next to him, and they see her next to him, he looks like he's two feet she shorter. She seemed to be yeah. statuesque, but I'm not sure what her actual height is. Uh, let's see. Deadline reports that Janelle Monet is set to join Daniel Craig in the next installment of Knives Out. They've also announced Dave Bautista and Edward Norton. Cool. Uh, adding to the cast. Uh, the film is slated to make its debut on Netflix, who recently closed a deal uh, for the next two installments of the film series. That was that was a theatrical release. That was a theatrical release. Yeah. And our our, uh, our, our friend, uh, having a brain Brian friend, Johnson. Brian, yes, was in the studio talking about it. I, I enjoyed it. Did you see the movie? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to they're gonna keep, a lot of that cast is going to return uh, for that. I think uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Chris Evans, I think, are going to be in that. I thought I read that the other day. It's just, so what's interesting is that, um, you know, as you're watching the movie, okay, it's like, is Daniel Craig's character sort of the focus, or is right. yeah. is her? You know the the other characters, and then you finally get a hold on it. It's obviously a continuing series of his investigations. Right. Uh, NBC has announced their next live musical event. Uh, it will be Annie. Casey. Live. Oh. Annie live. I, I just nothing beats the original with Carol Burnett. Uh, to me, yeah, they, they've tried it. I've you know. I just, uh, I, nothing. You didn't like the Jamie Foxx version? No, I hated it. Yeah. Hated everything about it. Um, I Especially just, Cameron Diaz, right? Hated Cameron Diaz. <laughs> uh, and then they did another one. So that was like the theatrical one. Then they With did Floyd a, Mayweather. No. They did a made-for-TV one. I think that did, was Kathy Bates, Mrs. Hannigan? Uh, or Miss Hannigan? Might have been. Uh, I can't remember. But the movie but, came out after it was on Broadway, right? Yeah, like, yeah, Broadway. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a Broadway show first. The okay. original Annie, I think, was Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, was she? I yeah. know she was one of those, yeah. the, the first uh, to be Annie. Uh, so anyhow, this is going to be a special holiday musical Ooh. event. Robert Greenblatt will executive produce along with uh, Neil Marin, who has served as executive producer on such NBC Live musicals as The Sound of Music Live and Jesus Christ Superstar live in concert. My favorite is still Grease, that version that Fox did. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Some of them have been real stinkers. Like, they tried to pull off the Rocky Horror Picture Show and couldn't do it. But... Oh, I, yeah, I didn't even get yeah, that yeah. one a try. Um, Paris Hilton will star in a 13-episode docuseries about her upcoming wedding 
to venture capitalist Carter Reum. Well, that's appointment television. <laughs> According to a press release from Peacock, Paris in Love will show everything, including bridal dress shopping, the bachelorette party, and the big day itself. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Isn't that exciting? Uh, I'm going to wait for the follow-up series, Paris Goes Away. Yeah. How many series has Paris Hilton had over the years? Five, six. Uh, yeah, a ton. I wonder the, what this, this will be like, though, because now she, remember, we played audio of her now she's speaking. Much like this, yeah, yes. she, now she's an adult. I'm Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't do pornography anymore. Uh, Katy Perry has officially announced her Las Vegas residency, oh. and it will be called Play. Uh, meeting up with Perry in Vegas are three other music superstars who each uh, host residencies at Resort World later this year. So, Celine Dion. Uh, Carrie Underwood and Luke Bryan are all going to be having them. Dion, a Vegas legend, boasts a 10-week engagement opening on November 5th with a show that will benefit COVID-19 relief. Uh, Then Underwood, Perry, and Bryan follow in December, January, and February, respectively. Uh, and uh, Katie will begin in time for New Year's Eve. I uh, I still watch American Idol, but I can't watch it live anymore because I can't stand the judges afterwards. Because well, that's a, just... that's a big issue. However, <laughs> yeah. Katy Perry is great. Is she? I, I actually feel like she offers sound advice and and really great uh, criticisms and critiques and praise and stuff like that. Luke Bryan you, and Lionel Richie, on the other hand. Not good, huh? No, it's just, you what know. What about when Lionel Richie cries on his fossilized face? Oh, my gosh. He, I, I dig how he gets into it and everything yeah. like that. But, like, everybody is a – like, he's just he's just not – but Katie, I was like, that, that's actually some pretty good advice right there. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I think she's really, really good. But the other two. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so if you want to go see her case, Vegas. Vegas. She's going to be doing, and you'll be in Vegas. <laughs> All right. Is it going to be around October 23rd, 24th? No. Around? No. No. Uh, it's not going to start until uh, uh, December, January, February. So, okay. if you, so the, the, the big residences, the residencies, I should say, over the years have been Kenny Rogers and Wayne Newton and. Uh, uh, um, Siegfried and Roy and all you know where they where they just Penn and Teller Penn and Teller they just control the city so Danny just, Gans yeah 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 so and Celine Dion's been doing it for a, forever a long time now and and apparently she's uh, that's where you can if you if you get tired of touring and you have the the clout to bring in the Come audience to me. go to Vegas <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and just live there or go you know fly back and forth from L A every day and you can do your shows every night and pull in a crowd and make a bunch of money so that's what they are going to be doing. Uh, Apple TV has debuted the first trailer for its upcoming limited series, and I don't know the name of this. I'm a, I'm a Stephen King fanatic, but is it Lizzie's story or Lizzie's story? I don't know. Uh, it's based on the 2006 best-selling thriller by Stephen King. I have not read the book. I will get on it. I'm reading my third King novel in the past couple of months. Uh, but the story follows uh, Lizzie or Lizzie Landon, who is played by Julianne Moore. Yeah, Lilo, Lilo, Lilo. Um, did you get the article I sent over about, it was a Stephen King article about his, his villains and endings and all that stuff? Yeah, I haven't read it yet. It was, it was supposed to be the, the best Stephen King endings of all time. Steve, number one on the list is this one. Oh, is it, is that right? Yes. Huh. Uh, so it follows the story of Lizzie, whatever her name is. Uh, if anybody knows the pronunciation, please tell me. Uh, two years after the death of her husband, famous novelist Scott Landon, who's played by Clive Owen, a series of unsettling events causes Lizzie. 
silly legs, silly legs. Uh, to face memories of her marriage to Scott that she has deliberately blocked out of her mind. Uh, Joan Allen, Jennifer Jason Lee, uh, and others will star in this. The series consists of eight episodes with King writing each one of them. And uh, Pablo Lorraine is directing J.J. Abrams as well. Uh, an executive producer. So. Um, okay, so here is uh, a pronunciation key up on the screen here, Preston. Lisi Story. Oh, it, oh, it, it put it put story in there too. It's a difficult word. That's an exotic word. Story. Leases. Yeah. Lisi's. But it's got story. Lisi. Lisi. All right. You had both of those running. At I the did. Same time. Yes. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. If you could. <laughs> No, wait a second. This pronunciation guide is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Stop it. Yeah, thank you. Um, Story. 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 S-T-O-R-E. Story. Story. That's how it has phonetically spelled out, so that's messed up. Wow, okay, I didn't realize it was 10 minutes after 7 already. Oh, hey! Uh, we need to, what do you want to do first? I don't clips? know. Clips? Clips. Clips and then a call. All right, let's do clips real quick here. Angelina Jolie has a new mission to protect a 12-year-old boy from two assassins and the wilderness in her new film, Those Who Wish Me Dead. In this clip, Finn Little reminisces about what he learned on set. There's a lot of stuff that I learned on this set, but um, I remember going out back with the trailers near the fake forest and me and Angelina, we'd be lighting the flints and steel, trying to make a fire, you know, just trying to learn different survival things together. It was it was really great. I learned a lot of stuff. Shut the f*** up! Those Who Wish Me Dead opens in theaters tomorrow. Here's the next one. And the new film Spiral is, or the new film Spiral is taken from the new chapter of the book of Saw. And is terrifyingly twisted as it showcases a criminal mastermind unleashes an unsettling form of justice. In this clip, star Chris Rock compares the film to a thrill ride. It's a roller coaster. And roller coasters are fun and they're scary and... You know, sometimes you throw up, and, so, you know, and, and then you, and then some people want to get right back on, despite all that fear and everything that it went through. You know, it works all the senses, a, a roller coaster. So I think this movie, if you like it, it'll work all your senses. My tummy hurts. And Spiral opens tomorrow, by the way. Mm. Right. There you go, your entertainment report. All right, we got a call online. We have our coolest teacher, oh! who we need to meet. Yesterday, we had chosen... Uh, Bishop Shanahan School yep. in Downingtown, and the votes came in, and we got ourselves a winner. Please welcome coolest teacher of the year, Mr. Brett Weinhardt, hey! to the show. Good morning, Mr. Weinhardt. Good morning. How are you? We're great. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's. Uh, I'd like to thank the Academy first off. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, absolutely, man. And Tupac. Yeah. You could, Tupac. couldn't yeah. do it without him. Uh, well, listen, um, so... You got wind that uh, that you were in the running for this yesterday, I assume. Oh yes, I got I got wind of it. And how confident did you feel that you would <laughs> be the winner in this particular promotion? Well, Bishop Shanahan's full of cool teachers, so I knew there was going to be some tough competition. Mr. Keller, Mrs. Uh, Miss Gilford, Mr. Seafelt. You know, we're we have a great staff over there, so I, I wasn't sure because there's so many right. you know great teachers there. Hey, Brett, how long you been teaching there? I've been there for. 
seven years as a teacher, and I was there as four years as a student. I actually am an alumni. I graduated in 06. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. We, we saw that. What what brought you back to your alma mater? I I gotta be honest. I just I love I love Bishop Shanahan. I love the community, and uh, also I coach two sports there, and that you know helped get my foot back in the door. Yeah, I coach football and lacrosse there. What kind of a student were you uh, when you uh, were there? Uh, the kind of was <laughs> I kind of was listening to the old radio station, um, <laughs> but I, I was a decent student, loved social studies. Uh, that really kind of cemented the deal with, like, social studies for me it was at Bishop Shanahan, and uh, it was it was a second home for me. Well, I, I loved it. Let me ask you, why do you think, because it's all throughout my years of school, a lot of times it was the uh, social studies history teachers that ended up as coaches. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. It's definitely a stereotype that is completely true. Is that because uh, they know military tactics from studying history? <laughs> <laughs> I have no... Uh, I, maybe. Maybe, you know, or, yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's just, you know, they find it to be the easiest subject to get the degree in. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Hey, uh, Brett, how has uh, this past year been? It had to have been uh, interesting. It's been very interesting. Uh, we've been We've been hybrid all year. Oh. So... It's uh, we have like half our students in one day, half our students in the next, and then they're virtual the day they're not in. And uh-huh. it's been uh, it's been challenging, but at the same time, at least getting to see them. And we've been doing it since fall, so even having that beginning point, uh, I think we've handled it pretty well. And it's been uh, rewarding to even get the small interactions that we've gotten. So right. yeah, well, they, they put a lot of stuff at you, so yeah, that you could roll with it is great. And apparently, the uh, the students are appreciating you in particular and uh, what you've done this last year. So we're going to set you up with the Presidency of Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug. We'll give you a pair of MMRBQ tickets as well. You will sit in the Coolest Teacher section. We'll give you a Coolest Teacher T-shirt to wear to the show, and also a twenty five dollar gift card to Acme Markets just as a thank you uh, from the uh, student body. At uh, at Bishop Shanahan. So congratulations to you, man. Oh, thank you, guys. You guys rock, and so does WMMR. Thank, thank you, bud. Appreciate yeah. it. Have a great show. Yeah. All right, let's hear Oh, you want me to play this clip? Yes. Check out the big brain on Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Smart motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> nice job. All right, Brad. Congratulations. All right, so the last uh, school that was chosen was... Uh, Haven, right? Yeah. All right. So it's up to you. You get to vote, and you can do that now. It's simple. You just text the word teacher to 39333. We will send the voting link to you. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Is that a concert on the horizon? Oh, not just a concert. It's a full day rock festival. MM Barbecue 2021. Saturday, September 25th, BB&T Pavilion. Jane's Addiction. The Offspring. Hall of Famers, Cheap Trick. Long tickets start at just $25. For an entire day of everything that rocks with MMR. And eight of our favorite bands. Including Dirty Honey. Dorothy. Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. Aaron Jones. And Foxtrot and The Get Down. Tickets on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. MMRBQ 2021. Details at WMMR.com. Hey, Brett Weinhardt is the coolest teacher of the year from uh, Bishop Shanahan. We just spoke to him a little while ago, and then we got to draw another school, so up for grabs now. 
Strathaven High School in Wallingford, Pennsylvania, Delco. Uh, you can now text word teacher to 39333 and we'll send you a voting link. You let us know who you think the coolest teacher of the year has passed been. It's a nod to all teachers, but we don't have enough mugs to send to all of the teachers or MMRQ tickets to send yeah. all of the teachers. So we need to narrow it down, but this is this is to represent everyone. Uh, and you can help us out with that. I'd say we've had a high quality of teacher winner. Yeah. Uh, so the bar is, is up there. Yep. You need to rise to the occasion. All right, everyone, gather around. <laughs> Kathy's got a story to tell. It's story time with Kathy Romano. Oh, my God. She just threw this at us. We had a whole other topic ready to go. I was... And they were, they're actually formidable topics. And Kathy threw this in and we're like, mm, we go with this one. I know. And I, I missed the call last night, so I didn't get a chance to tell yeah. you guys this. So that's why I kind of just threw it at you. So... Um, yesterday I had, uh, an appointment and, and this appointment with this doctor, I have to, I'm going to set it up for you. Sometimes when you go to this appointment, it is a very standard appointment. You, you don't really need to do anything, whatever. Sometimes when you go, it's more of a gynecological type of appointment. Okay. okay? It's not a gynecologist, but it's... But this is your dentist you're going to. No, stop it. Stop. So I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Because otherwise there's too much to talk about. Okay. Right. (laughs) Yes. So I... I went in thinking it was going to be uh, the gynecological type of appointment. Right. There was a gown sitting on the chair right. and uh, everything that would say that. So the woman, and now sometimes at these these uh, new doctor's offices, they, they don't leave the room. They'll just pull a curtain over so yeah. you can get yourself together, whatever. The curtain was pulled. Yeah. So I got myself together. I took my pants and my underwear off and she pulls the curtain back and she goes, Oh, no, honey, you don't need to take your pants off for this. So you were standing there? No pants, no underwear. <laughs> oh, my God. She goes, now get up on the table. So I got up on the table with no pants and no underwear. <laughs> what about gown? You were wearing a gown or I no gown? I wasn't wearing the gown because she oh goes, you don't God. need to do the gown for this part. So I go, uh, so I'm thinking, oh, okay. I'll just be naked. Oh. I, well, not Wait, So I had well, my t- I had You my were Porky shirt. Pig in it? <laughs> Porky, yeah, she was Porky Pigging Casey, it. Porky Pigging it in the freaking doctor's office. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, and I was like, I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, my God. Well, well, you said you did. And she was like, don't worry about it. And so I, now I'm sitting there on the table with no pants on. So she, instead of having me get dressed and everything, she just laid like a towel over me. And oh, did my what she needed God. to do, which was oh, like nothing. Wow. <laughs> just like a few pokes and clearly could have done it over my shirt and my pants. She was just going to ask you some things. <laughs> Serious? It was just a questionnaire. I, oh, all right, I here's was, a pen. I was a little frazzled when I got to the appointment. There were like a number, just like, I don't know, there wasn't like a referral in and like, it just was It's annoying. close to here too, right? Um, yeah, no, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, no, that was the, no, that was the blood work. I did oh, also okay. go for blood work right down the street, which right. was super easy. No, this was um, at Penn. And, okay. And, so I was a little frazzled getting there to the appointment, making right. sure I had everything and, you know, because they make you so they're like, your referral's not in. You're going to have to pay $9,000 for this doctor's appointment. So I was trying to get it all together. And I just, I guess I wasn't really like, I didn't quite understand. <laughs> I thought what I was, the appointment I was going for was that. Did she think I, you're like an exhibitionist? Or? I, my pants I just feel more comfortable with my pants off. <laughs> By the way, I don't, I don't like uh, the porky pig in it thing. Uh, it it feels, I either, I either want to no. be totally naked. Yes. 
or or I, I don't mind just having shorts on and no shirt. I agree, but just a shirt on it, and nothing it, below for some feels reason odd to me. It, it, to me, it feels like if you talk about a time where you feel exposed and naked, I feel more that way with Porky Pig, and I'm like, right. either you go one way or you go the other way, but you don't just sit there in the null zone. Uh, Nick was telling me, so I uh, I go to the dermatologist, uh, right? I've, you know, I have uh, psoriasis, I have skin issues, so I go, uh, you know. Put, Couple times a year, yeah. And Nick had an appointment at a dermo the other day, and said, "Have fun getting fully naked in <laughs> yeah. front of a grown man, or I don't know if he's <laughs> yeah, a male yeah, or a female man, yeah. doctor." Yeah. But the, when you go to the dermo, oh, yeah. they check every yeah. single inch of your body with lights, and different lights. Fully, get, you just got to be comfortable. Yeah. With so, it. so when you have vitiligo, they shine like it's almost like you're going to an all night rave too, because you're getting these ultraviolet. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe it used to bother me a little bit, but now I'm like, I, I want them to check every inch of my body. Like, yeah, pull my ball sack to the side. Check out that area. It's yeah. fine, man. Hey, you're a hearing doctor. Do what you got to do. <laughs> but it is, it's, it's, a, you, I, you're I, an audiologist. Even though I, 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 I'm glad that I'm getting, you know, the once over all the way done, lying there completely naked yes. does feel a little you're exposed. Right. It's, it's the no. time in between the doctor coming in. It's the, the, the nakedness while nobody's there doing anything. That part of it is a little disconcerting. Yeah, and you read the surgical glove box about 1,400 <laughs> yes. times. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll say this. Something that drives me crazy, and I think I've mentioned on the show before, someone needs to innovate the, the surgical... The, the gown. Come on. I have been there. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, am I am I an abject moron? Yeah, I don't know I've how. got my head to, like, the sleeve. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And now when I go for MRIs, they, they give you two of them. They, yes. 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 Two of them. Yeah, can't you create one that covers the... Both of the, I, I did see a dude one time walking around with it tied in the front. In the front, yeah, and not okay, and nothing on. Underneath. I can't believe nobody's talked about when you sit on that paper and then when you get up and the paper's crammed in your butt crack. Yeah, like, God I, damn it! I, or it's man, torn. I hope I, I hope I wiped. Or it's torn when you sat down yes. and your exposed ass has been on the uh-huh. on the cushion or whatever you call it. I know it's they need there there haven't but been any innovations. Innovate in on the paper. Innovate on the on the gown. The Innovate on stuff in the office to look at while you're waiting for the doctor. Wait, so then I also had to go while I was there to get a mammogram. Yeah. And um, the lady was very nice, but, I mean, she was, like, pick. she got all in there. I didn't. Really? She was, like, move your hands out of the way. She, like, picked my boob up, shoved it in the thing. Yep, Steve. That's what it is. And crushed it, smushed it down, like. Oh, no. But she was, like, I mean, she. I got it. Uh, Lifting lift my boobs up. Crushed it, smashed it, push it down. Oh. Wow. Hang on. I want, I want to go to this call. I want to go to uh, Joe. Hi, Joe. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Captain Blackfinger and crew. How are we doing over here? Good, my man. Good. What's up, bud? So let's preface this with the fact I hate doctors. Yeah. I, I don't want to go to the doctors. Even if I'm sick, I'd rather die than go to the doctors. <laughs> okay. So so my wife wants to go take me to that. When, what's it? When they check your stomach and endoscopy or yes. something. Not the, not the butt, the mouth. Right. So I go to the doctors and I'm nervous and everything. And my wife goes, okay, you know, everything's going to be good. The nurse comes in. She goes, okay, get ready. And I have a gown just like Kathy had a gown sitting there. So I go, okay, what do I do with this? My wife's like, well, you got to, you know, take your clothes off and put the gown on. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. So I go to the nurse. I go, what do I got? She goes, oh, no, you got to, you know, get naked and put the gown on so, you know, nothing gets tangled. We don't have to cut anything. I'm like, okay, cool. So, you know, they give me the gas and everything. I'm knocked out, and I hear the doctors laughing right before I get out and everything like that. That's fine. My, you know, my ass is hanging out and everything like that, but this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So 
I get out, you know, I wake up, I end up in the hospital bed and everything like that. And the doctor comes in and he goes, you know, what? I have to just ask you straight up, why are you naked? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I, I was supposed to be naked. He's like, at what point did you think putting a tube down your throat did you not have to have pants on? <laughs> and and I'm, I'm telling him, I'm like, I, 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 this is what I was told. I was told to, to take my pants and take my shirt off and put this down on. And he's like, the entire time that you were laying on a table, He's like, your butt was just in the anesthesiologist's face the entire time. Oh, that's great. So you were you were told this, though. Yeah. Who was so the now, culprit? Those to say, I never want to go to the doctor or hospital ever again. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that, Joe. Sometimes there is Thanks, a uh, a disconnect between, you know, that that, yeah. that period where you're in there and then, you know, you transition to the, uh, to the doctor coming in and giving you whatever he's going to give you or the advice or whatever. So, you know, the nurses kind of come in, and they're, they're usually the most informed as far as what you're going to do. But then they leave you alone. And you're mm-hmm. like, what do I do? with? Is, I, is this a locker that I'm supposed to use? Or what do I do here? Well, and also, in my case yesterday, I was the, the terminology they were using, I thought, like I said, it was going to be this type of gyneco- gynecological yeah. appointment. Well, no. And I, how was I supposed to know that? I didn't know. We're going to take a cooter and peep. I, and I had never had that um, testing done before where, you know, so yeah. I didn't know that it was just super simple and you really didn't have to do anything. I tell you, Dr. Mike has seen all of our yes. naughty parts. He's, he sees it. We've seen us fully naked. Next time, just for fun, I'm going to go. I'm going to sit in the examination room. I'm going to get naked. <laughs> I'm going to lay back. I'm going to pull my ankles back <laughs> yes. and grab him and wait for him to come in. The Hello. Door just to send him a little joke. <laughs> don't do that because then the nurse is going to come in and check know, on right? you. No, what, and don't forget. A lot of times over at Penn, it's a teaching hospital, so they'll come in with like nine students. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hi guys, how you doing? Yeah. I'll just act Mike. normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm over the fact that he has seen me naked many, many times. I, I, that's weird when they come in with a couple of students. I've, I had that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I had a guy. I went to uh, an orthopedic surgeon the other day, and and um, the doctor who I've been to several times, a different person came in. And I'm like, oh, who who are you? Yeah, and he was a, apparently like I guess a fellow or something or somebody who was studying. I'm gonna take a look. Yes, sir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's something about that that I I kind of like. Well, you be the fact that they're they're teaching, yeah. and also that you know that sure. they're also but I, researching. But I feel like I'm like I I hit a little bit of a lottery here. Yeah, like, like you're you've got a whole bunch of eyes on. Uh, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be uh, keep an eye on him. See if he touches me inappropriately. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Wait, no, not that. Doctor Mike's on the phone. Oh, so uh, yeah. yeah, we need to uh, we need to go. Hey, Doctor Mike. Good morning. Well, I, I I wasn't sure I was going to call. The guy said he Joe hates doctors. Uh, you know, I, I and look, Joe, we're we're not all bad. I love you. All right, here's the deal. All right, uh, you know, it's no fun for us either. On the other side, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, now the reason. Uh, now, I uh, Kathy, I don't know. I'm, uh, you know, I'll call you later. Yeah, I don't know who. The hell Mike, you Mike is upset that you're not putting on that same floor show for him. Yeah. <laughs> I love to do him. He's like, I don't know who the hell you've been going to. I have no idea what you. I thought it was. It's Alex. my lady so what, doctor. Whatever. It's not you. Whatever. It wasn't me. No, it wasn't my office. Anyway, so look, there's a couple reasons why you have to get undressed. One, um, I have had patients who, and I remember one in particular, had a mass in her belly the size of Nebraska, and she was a new patient to me. And I felt it. I said, Madam, you have a large mass down here. Who? Where did you? Well, my last doctor didn't examine me with my clothes off. Huh. Now, what the heck is that? Right. You know, it was the winter and they had a sweater on. You have to examine the patient. 
because that is a critical <laughs> part in addition to listening to the patient. So examination skills and all of that are extremely important, and the only way you can really do it, it's like checking blood pressures. So many times people get their blood pressure checked over clothing. It's wrong. It's not the way you do well, it. Well, we know you're comprehensive. I mean, we, we, we've, we sing your praises all the time. You're, you're the actual way that, and also the, your, your relationship with your patients is extraordinary. We've all, I mean, you know, I, I've, I've had, I've had my share of, of, of bad bedside manners in the past from, from other doctors and what you're doing is, is right. And, and you, you do want a doctor who wants to be, who is comprehensive, correct? Well, right? yeah, well, sure. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, what are you doing? Going there to talk about the weather? Well, I mean, Kathy no. likes to go to flash. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is that, that, that now a couple of things. Number one, I was taught about 3000 years ago when I was in medical school. Bottom line is that, that I don't like to interact with a patient if I'm dressed and they're fully naked, that's for the exam. So the way I do it, and most doctors do, and healthcare providers, NPs and PAs and everybody else, you have your interaction, and, and you, you all have sampled the product. I come in, I talk to you. We go yeah. over the history. We do all of that. I give you a gown, right? And then I leave the room. You put the gown on. I come back in. I do the nasty. We do all our stuff, right? <laughs> and then I leave the room. You get dressed, and then we have our follow-up conversation. Right. Okay. Um, I but, like but, that. The, the talking to you beforehand. It's nice, as opposed to the first time you're seeing the doctor is yeah. you sitting there and you feel vulnerable. Michael, even well, by you your dinner. You are vulnerable. It's not right. If if you're fully unclothed, even with a gown on, and I'm all dressed, it's kind of not the right way to well, go. Well, well, Dr. Mike, if someone like is very reticent, will you yourself get naked just to make them feel comfortable? It would be so frightening they would have a cardiac arrest. <laughs> yeah. right? It's just like why on the beach I cover up because they call the police. They think something died and washed up. I'm with you, my friend. But it, listen, and, and Dr. Mike, this is uh, because I used to get uh, slightly um, embarrassed. Not, not embarrassed, but just uh, self-conscious of, of being nude in, in front yeah. of a doctor or something like that. You guys have seen it all. Yeah. It's it's no big deal, right? Look, look I, I, it's it's strictly clinical. I mean, there's absolutely, I mean, it, it's the body. It's the human body. And if you don't look at the and examine the patient, then you can't get a, a proper diagnosis. You just can't. And, and, and so it, it's... It's like what you guys do all day long. You know, you, you, you get callers and you do things, and, and it's, it's just the, the, the nature of the beast. That's what you do. I yeah, don't but... uh, have any, any qualms about anything. Now, I, I must say, I don't do uh, uh, pelvic, you know, I don't do women's health. Right. You know, like, That's like, your thing. So I, I delegate that to gynecologists. We have thousands of highly qualified gynecologists in the area. But, so I don't do that. But when it comes to, uh, you know, routine physical exam stuff, there's nothing out of the ordinary. And, and it, you glean so much information. And one yeah. of the things that I worry about is that the skill, the, the physical examination skills are, are, are going down the tubes. We rely on technology so much. Uh, uh, Steve and, and, and Preston, you'll appreciate this. Remember when jet fighters they got away from the machine guns and yes. they went to rockets. And, yes. Uh, yeah. You can't rely on technology. You have to be able to examine the patient. And if you listen to the patient, 
They will tell you the diagnosis. Sir William Osler, the father of American medicine, said that. But, Mike, Period. when somebody accidentally takes off their pants and panties when they don't need to, it's pretty funny, right? <laughs> well, I don't understand how that happened. Well, Mike, you remember the first time the first time I came in for my checkup, I got naked in front of your receptionist, and then you, you chided me for that. So well, I, it, we misunderstand things. Look, I think like, you know, that's why in my office, it's it's like cheers. You know, your family, here. you know, and Doc, sometimes you, you see stuff. But Doc, Dr. Mike, I so we, we got to kind of wrap here in a second. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll keep this part short. But I was I went to see you last week and you wanted to stress to me uh, getting the covid vaccine. I was looking at the numbers. Philadelphia's only like 39 percent. Pennsylvania's at 49 percent vaccinated. You want to put the word out real quick here? Preston, Preston, we're so close. Yeah. We're getting out of this mess and it's not political. It's not anything. I'm telling you, the only way we're going to get back to normal and go to the MMRBQ and have fun and go to concerts and be close and hug each other is by getting vaccinated. If we get vaccinated, you prevent illness, you prevent your friends and family and loved ones from getting sick, and we will say sayonara to COVID-19. It's the way out. And I, I got my shots. I'm going. Yeah. I will tell you this. My son's 12. He's already signed up. The minute he can get the vaccine, he's going to get it. And when my daughter, who's nine, can get it, she's going to get it. And so That's the bottom line. And we'll all be naked at the barbecue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's be naked together. Dr. Mike, we love you. Love you. Call me later. All right, thank you. He's the best. He wants in on that action. Absolute best. He wants in on that action. Case, do I have time for one more call? I know we got a break, but yeah. All right, let me let me go to this one because I got to hear this story from Sarah. Hey, Sarah, good morning. Hi, good morning. You guys rock. Thank oh. you. All right, Sarah, tell us this this story. I love this. Oh, uh, twenty years ago, I'm nine months pregnant, couple weeks due from delivery, and we go in. Me and my husband go in for the exam, and a student comes in, and it's it's um his first day in gynecology because it's like. <laughs> first thing Monday morning right. and I'm already in the stirrups. I'm like, you know, need the exam. Mm. And my ex-husband recognizes him from college. And he's like, Hey, I remember you remember that time. <laughs> Bro, a college buddy. <laughs> Bro is about to go deep <laughs> with his he's wife. Like, this is my wife. And I'm like, great. Nice to meet you. And the poor guy, like he doesn't know where to look. He's supposed to be learning this exam. It's his first time in gynecology. And the poor guy actually did give me an exam. I was actually more embarrassed for him than for me. And my husband is still going and he's like, and then remember that time that we did it? And I'm like, oh, shut up. I'm like, yeah, nice to meet you. Hi. You know, so that happened. Yeah. I love that, Sarah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, right, do, do, do they stay in touch, by the way? I don't think so, but okay. I think he was at the delivery, too. So yeah. it's all, right. all good. You all know. Right. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Unlike you, Preston, at this point, I will I will get naked for the dent. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. Well, I, I am a mess. If you, if you want to deal with this, <laughs> yeah. have at it. Yeah, I went to, see, we were friends with Dr. Bill first, and then yeah. he became my doctor, and then I had to take my pants off in front of him, and I was like, I don't like this. And I never went back. And yeah, then, where's we your wife? And so, uh, but I am friends with Dr. Mike now, but he was my doctor before I yeah. considered him a friend. Right. Yeah. You know? So so. No, I hear you. It's yeah. easier I got that you. way. All right. Anyhow, Kathy, that's great. <laughs> Thank you for sharing You're that. I, I love that. I love, now I don't mean this the wrong way. I love that that happened to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. It was excellent. All right. Uh, I have a little surprise, a little bonus. Didn't what? expect. What? I'm going to give away a pair of tickets to the Genesis show number Whoa. two oh. to caller number 25 at 215-263-WMMR. Why not? All right. Friday, December 3rd at the Wells Fargo Center. The first show sold out. Tickets for show number two are on sale 
uh, this Friday. By the way, they don't go on sale till tomorrow. So 215-263-WMMR. There is a pre-sale today while supplies last. Complete information at WMMR.com, including an extra chance to win for MMR VIPs that are opted in for the MMR VIP emails. You've got to get on that. Uh, the deadline for the contest is tomorrow at 9 a.m. So call her 25. We're going to set you up. We'll be back in a second with your chance to win $500 as well. So don't be away too long. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com and an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit AcmeMarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we get to the Bizarre File, Nick, you wanted to mention the big climb event coming up. Yeah, it's this weekend. It's Saturday, and uh, they are doing a really cool thing at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. They're going to match donations today and tomorrow, and we're trying to raise $1,000 by Saturday. So if we raise $800, they're going to match with $200 more, and that'll get us to our goal. So uh, the last two days of this, I know I've been asking about it a lot and, and posting on social media. You can find more information on my Twitter or my Instagram. But um, this is for my nephew, Luke, who is doing really well. He's in remission from leukemia. But they're a great uh, organization, and uh, next year we're hoping that the Big Climb will be back at the FMC Tower. This year it's virtual, like most charity events, but um, I'm going to be hiking with my girlfriend and my son. Is, and the, is the link up on, on PrestonSteve.com? Yeah, link's okay. on, the, uh, on the community page of PrestonSteve.com, and it, it is this weekend. It's this Saturday. Uh, a lot of people are going to be at the Art Museum steps, so people are sort of scattered this year. Um, but you don't even have to climb to be a part of Team Luke. You can just do whatever you want, really. You can go up and down your stairs once, you know. Nice. Uh, and so donations yeah. today and tomorrow will be matched. Donations today and tomorrow, they're going to match uh, $200 right. if we're able able to raise uh, 800 So thank you for letting me get that plug in. And uh, hope to see you next year for Big Climb 2020-22. Absolutely. Let's do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. <laughs> Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. All right. Cautionary tale here. Two different things. Number one, don't go throwing around uh, racial slurs at people. And number two, don't punch anybody uh, in the face because you might kill them. It, it does happen from time to time. It does. A Dunkin' Donuts employee has been charged with manslaughter after he fatally punched an elderly man who called him a racial slur. Corey Pujols, who is black, told police a 77-year-old customer called him a slur on May 4th and then repeated it. Uh, so Pujols punched him. I guess he couldn't take it anymore, and it caused the elderly man to fall. He hit his head on the there concrete, you go. and yeah. that's what can happen. God. People don't realize you get into a fight, it can turn like that. Mm-hmm. The man died three days later. Pujols said the man uh, was extremely rude 
An autopsy report viewed by the Tampa Bay Times says the man had a skull fracture and brain contusions. And Pujols was sent to jail uh, without bail. He faces a charge for aggravated manslaughter uh, for an elderly person, which can be punishable by up to 30 years in prison if he is convicted. Residents of an Arizona border city were left in disbelief by a surprise visit from a bear. A bear? Yeah. Uh, bolder than your average bear, the animal climbed up two utility poles and even sat on the wires at one point. We're going to need some uh, cable cutters up here and some tape. We have some issues. And, Steve, I initially thought of the Wichita yeah. lineman. Wichita uh, bear. Which is uh, this guy, the bear. I am a bear for the county. <laughs> uh, sheriff's office uh, closed off U.S. Highway 191 and tried to get the bear to leave. Authorities say the seemingly unfazed bear eventually climbed down and scampered off. I'm still on the line. Sending uh, about two dozen onlookers scattering. No injuries were reported. Fishing game officials say that this is the uh, time of year where people in the area need to watch out for bears. Uh, (coughs) Excuse me. Los Angeles police released surveillance images of a suspect and said that they had noticed that the burglar's mouth was always open when seen on video surveillance. Really? Now, when he was caught breaking into another home, they discovered why. Uh, Rockham Prowl, who's 30 years old, is black. Allegedly, he was wearing a Halloween-like mask that looked like a Caucasian person wearing glasses. It was one of those realistic masks. It was pretty good. Because in in some of the surveillance photos, uh, you, you would think it was a white dude. Yep, he allegedly wore the disguise to commit about... 30 home burglaries in Southern California beginning last April. He was finally caught on May 2nd when he was pulled over by uh, Beverly Hills Police, and that's when police found the mask and other items that connected him to the Beverly Hills break-ins. I'm just uh, jogging home, sir. July and April 20th, so I guess the How you doing today? Work as well. Uh, Powell was arrested and charged with two counts of burglary, two counts of grand theft, and one count of vandalism. I was just saying to sliding in his garage, parking pig in it at the doctor's office. <laughs> uh, Steve, you'll love this story. America's largest cities may have a rat problem, but Chicago thinks that it could have the answer. An army of feral cats. Yeah. The Chicago-based Treehouse Humane Society has placed more than 1,000 feral cats on the Windy City streets to hunt down and deter unwelcome rodents from commercial areas and residential neighborhoods. I didn't read the full story, but if they're selling, setting up, like, cat colonies, you know, like areas where they're getting fed and so on and so forth, th- this could conceivably work. According to Treehouse Humane Society, the feral felines are part of a Cats at Work program that places neutered cats... How in, you doing, Lou? ...that wouldn't thrive in a home or shelter That's the time clock, Preston. Yep. How you doing? In uh, two, uh, so what they're going to do, they're going to set them up in two and three cat teams, yeah. which provide environmentally friendly road Alpha control. team, we got to go, we got to go. So they're going to have, like, you know, districts, essentially, yeah. where they're going to release two or three cats to just kind of cover that area. And they will stay territorial if they manage it right. Uh, so a situation over here at Cabrini Green. Uh, the working cats are then cared for by property and business owners who feed and look after the cats' well-being in exchange for feline rodent patrols. They said cats generally do not eat a lot of rats, although the cats will kill some rats in the beginning when they arrive in a new location. Yeah, I'm outside the old uh, Oprah Studios. 
Uh, but the cats who began prowling Chicago streets in 2012 put in less work once they're adjusted to their new territory. I don't know if you, uh, you you might be reporting on it. Did you see the story about what's going on with mice down in Australia? I have that for okay. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So in 2020, the pest extermination company Orkin declared Chicago the rattiest <laughs> city right. in America for the sixth year in a row. <laughs> hey, come on. All right, Chicago. Yeah, that's good. Up. They have uh, the deep dish pizza there. The major metropolities <laughs> of Los Angeles, New York, Washington, D.C., and San Francisco rounded out the top five. Hey, we're not in the top five. Yay. I love it. You think all that wind would blow the rats away? How about this? A woman from Brisbane, Australia, recently woke up after surgery with an Irish accent. It's wild. <laughs> Angie Yen said on April 28th, she got in, uh, when she got in the shower and started singing, she was shocked that she heard herself using a foreign accent that sounded very Irish. Uh, she called a friend who sent her YouTube videos about uh, foreign accent syndrome. And since FAS can sometimes be caused uh, by the onset of a stroke, she went to the hospital that day but was discharged. It's legit. And uh, was told to go home and rest. It turns out Yen had had her tonsils removed on April 19th. And her doctor advised her to see if her accent change disappeared on its own. Two days after waking up with the accent, Yen decided to share her experience on TikTok. And there you go. That's your bizarre file for today. My friend is a teacher and has a student who had a brain injury. Yeah. And he, when he came out of whatever the, the accident, the injury was, he was speaking Spanish. He, he now fluently speaks Spanish. Not simply a dialect, speaks Spanish. Speaks Spanish. I mean, he can also yeah. still speak English, but yeah. like... He now knows the language. And I, I was That's like asking wild. her so many questions. Yeah. I'm like, did he speak Spanish before? Right. She's like, I don't maybe he took like he, Spanish like, classes, but he's only in high school. So he's not it's not like it's a second language where he speaks it at home. He is American, speaks English, yeah. and woke up from injury and speaks well, Spanish. Well, this, this in this case, and you, you listen to the audio, I'm sure you did, Preston, she's, she's got an Irish brogue. You know, so I, weird. I, yeah. It's so a phenomenon. Weird. It's it's rare, and it, it happens from time to time. I've mentioned those types of stories in the Bizarre File, but I, the human mind, man, Oof. it's very so strange. Weird. And that is the B-File for today. Let's take a break. But as we're doing so, I want to give away some uh, tickets, some uh, passes for the premiere of Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead uh, today, 7 o'clock at Cinemark University City. Oh, man. And uh, the film will have very limited theatrical release uh, tomorrow, by the way, before it's released on Netflix May 21st. So we'll take, let's just take five callers and we'll give you those passes. You go to the movies tonight. It's been a while, hasn't it? 215-263-WMMR. Again, it's at the Cinemark University City, and it will be at 7 p.m. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment or two. Guests coming up include uh, Jeff Dye, who's going to be at Helium Comedy Club, and Tiffany. Tiffany! Yeah, that Tiffany. The I think we're alone now Tiffany will be joining us. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. This is Matthew Keeley of Keeley Research and Analytics out of Collegeville. Keeley Research and Analytics provides premier consulting and solutions for goal-driven businesses and individuals like you. We will collaborate in a relaxed environment and deliver the tools, information, and insights necessary to help you unlock sales opportunities, achieve financial goals, or find what you've been searching for. Check us out at K-E-E-L-E-Y-R-A.com. In addition, the first consultation is free. Thank you for your patronage, WMMR listeners, and have a great day. Next message. Hey, all. Don't forget about your local volunteer fire departments. We're always looking for volunteers, especially during a pandemic. We've been hit just as well as the rest of you guys, so please 
dedicate your time at your local volunteer fire department. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. I'm just going to say, hello, Tim. How you doing, man? What's going on, guys? Tim, tell your story. Oh, I was just sitting here in traffic on the turnpike, and I uh, got this random phone call that I just won $500. <laughs> sitting on the turnpike, are you? Is it, Kathy, was there, is there some nasty traffic? Are you stuck in that stuff, Tim? Two accidents. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it was at like an hour and 20 minutes away at one point. It, it's fun. Hey, and do you even <laughs> care now, Tim? No, not at all. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Where are you from, Tim? Uh, and, dude, you made it just under the wire because this promotion wraps up tomorrow. And we're That's excited awesome. that, you, that you snagged this. So, Tim, get out of the car, take your pants and underwear off, and sit on the hood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, hold on. I'll pull over right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tim, thank you for listening, man. We appreciate it. We're happy to give you $500 in behalf of WMMR. Oh, thanks, guys. You guys rock. I love oh, you guys. You're the best. Thank you. Let's hear it, Tim. Money clip winner for the 8 o'clock hour. Next one coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. So get yourself set. Real quick, I want to mention the Preston and Steve Blood Drive on the way. It will be on June 18th. We announced the locations yesterday. Uh, and they will be at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks and inside the Event Center at Live Casino and Hotel. You will bleed. In Philadelphia, you will bleed. By the way, I got an email a while back uh, from a gal named Sue. Or her name is Sue Fender. And uh, I wanted to read this. She had mentioned that, uh, wanted to mention how important it is for people to donate in the blood drive. She said, my great uh, nephew is only two and a half was diagnosed with neuroblastoma in September and is currently undergoing a second stem cells transplant mm. uh, during his whole treatment process. He has needed many transfusions of bloods, blood and platelets. Unfortunately, though, there have been too many times that he's had to wait because CHOP doesn't have enough blood or platelets on hand. Yeah. And they have to wait for delivery from the American Red Cross. There are many anxious moments for his parents because the blood that he needs isn't guaranteed to be on that van. This little guy doesn't deserve to have to go through this terrible disease at such a young age. And for his parents to have to sweat even the small detail of their son being able to get the blood and platelets that he has to have so are so devastating. <clears throat> They've... Uh, she said they've got so much on their plates. Please know how much this drive means to people like my niece, her husband, and most importantly, their son. Uh, FYI, my niece loves your show, and before all this happened, was a regular listener. She was even lucky enough to be in your studio to watch one of your shows one day. Thanks for all you do for the community. Love you guys, and that is from Sue Fender. So, make that appointment, like Sue says, now, and you just might end up uh, saving life. And uh, more than likely, you will. Yes. Uh, so, details at WMMR.com. Excuse me, we're doing the two locations this year. Two locations. We will make sure that we uh, adhere to social distancing, face masks, mandatory, make everybody safe, of course. That's what we're going to do. All right. um, I know we did this earlier in the week, but I want to do it again because there's a really cool story. It's a special thing. Time for the connoisseur. It's time for the connoisseur. Supplemental edition. Some great news has happened, and the connoisseur is putting his head on. He's inflating it with a bicycle pump. No, I'm not. Hang on. There you go. It has to go over my headphones. It actually, it hurts my head after a while. Uh, so I, I won't wear it for the entire segment, but I will wear really? it for a little while. Yes. I took it off the other day. 
Did uh, you? Mid-segment, yes, I, I had notice. to. <laughs> it was hurting my... my the notice would have noticed. Hurts my ears. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we have one of the best new restaurants in the world. Condé Nast Traveler uh, announced on Tuesday that one of the best restaurants in the world is here in Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, Philadelphia was only, was one of only a dozen restaurants from around the globe where this restaurant was uh, that was picked for the publication's hot list for 2021. So, if you have not heard yet, uh, it is the restaurant Laser Wolf. Yay! <laughs> uh, I never heard of it. Where is it? Uh, the Israeli Grill concept at uh, 1301 North Howard Street in Philadelphia. Uh, was one of only a dozen restaurants from around the globe picked for the publication's hot list, like I said. I was looking at some of the food. It's obviously Mediterranean in nature and Middle Eastern. and it looks It's Israeli, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, so uh, other U.S. restaurants to make the cut include the Miami Outpost of Chef Marcus Samuelson's Red Rooster and trendy Peruvian Chinese spot Chifa in Los Angeles. Uh, the latest honor for the Fishtown Eatery is another win uh, for Cook and Solo co-owners Steve Cook and Michael Solomonov. This is in keeping with the tradition of the laser wolf, which is the deadliest animal in the forest. Ah, okay. Wolves so anyhow, lasers mounted on their backs. These guys, by the way, both Steve Cook and uh, Michael Solomonov uh, are the ones that have uh, uh, Zahav. Yes. In which, Old yeah, Sitio, yeah, yeah. which was Huge. a James Beard award-winning restaurant. And a James Beard semifinalist, Abe Fisher, in Center City. They also run that, too. So these guys are... These guys have the touch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Laser Wolf. uh, Which open in... When you open the door, that's the sound that it makes. Uh, It's... uh, Which open in February... What do you think they 2020 to rave reviews. Hang on. It was also named GQ's best restaurants in America list 2020. I think it's cool that we're that uh, that it's in Philly. I think it's cool that we have sound effects. I wonder what they think of idiots like us when oh, we talk about these They think we're abject morons. Okay. They can't even understand why what, we're... What, making fun of the name? Uh, no, no, no. We're yes. making fun. We're celebrating. Uh, well, uh, Steve, you you alluded to the fact earlier that this name actually means something that you read? Yeah, it's. it's I, I'm from, I've heard the name Laser Wolf. Uh, I believe it is a, it is a standard, like, uh, there might be a Laser Wolf character in The Great Gatsby, uh, and I'm probably wrong on that, but I've heard the name Laser Wolf amongst the Jewish community for a long time. No kidding. Yes. I thought it was just there. Oh, let's get goofy with yes. it. Let's but call it no. laser, laser wolf. wolf is you know? L-A, I believe it's L-A-S-U-R or L-A-Z-U-R, not L-A-S-E-R. It's spelled L-A-S-E-R. Oh, this, is it? Okay. This article. Is, okay, so, but it's a, it's a, um, uh, a nod to Lazar Wolf, which is okay. the butcher from Fiddler on the Roof. There you, oh, that's hey! it! That's it! Oh. <laughs> Lazy, okay. yes. Okay. So they're having a little bit of fun with the name, uh, and then they're paying homage to uh, a Jewish character. Okay. So you think they, you think that they think, uh, or that they think we're idiots? I think they're they were idiots. Okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> but I, who would contest that? I know. Yeah, I know exactly. Um, well, congratulations. That's huge. We do have some amazing eateries here in. Uh, in Get off the roof! I mean, just loaded and loaded with with huge. Uh, as far as in in the culinary world, world huge juggernauts of uh, of uh, restaurants, amazingly good food, and part of the deal of everything opening back up. Uh, you know, pressure. You're talking about going uh, out to restaurants and all of this stuff. There's so much, and 
Oddly enough, when all of this carnage has been taking place and all everything's been shutting down, restaurants have opened up. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a massive fan of the the, the new Nick Elmy. Uh, what's the name of it again? Casey? Landing Kitchen. Right, right. So I mean, and and there's just all sorts of stuff that is out there. Go support them. Casey, can you say that, please? Yes. Those laser wolves were real. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Texter, yes. for doing that as well. Uh, Solomonos. <laughs> Owns uh, Federal Donuts as well. Is that the same guy? Oh, those donuts are (laughs) real. Real good. God, those donuts. They are, man. They Um, are donuts. Oh, I'm telling you, man. I I forgot. I think we were at the camp out for hunger, and somebody brought them out, and they were sitting on, like, paper for some reason. You should have seen the grease stains (laughs) (laughs) after you lifted those off off of there, which is, hey, man, that's where a lot of that flavor comes from. That's what it is. Uh, So, anyhow... Uh, listen, I love going to uh, to fine dining restaurants from time to time, but man, is it expensive. Yeah. If you want to go to the really good restaurants, it is really expensive. Family of four can get out of there for under $500. Huh? But if, you, but right. if you're going for the experience, if you're going for more than just yes. you know, getting food in your stomach and you want to have some unique flavors uh, and an atmosphere usually, then you pay for it. Yep. And that's the way it is. Well, and that's how you have to go into it. I actually just yes. had this conversation with somebody um, last night that when when you're going for that, even we were talking about vacations and we were also talking about going to restaurants and it's like you can't go into it and then, you know, ha- know that the bill is going to come and it's going to be super expensive and look at it and be like, I just paid, you know, $25 right. for a hamburger. It's like, don't you're, even you're itemize it. it. Don't yeah. you know that it's so, going to be expensive and just accept it. If you're going to go, just accept it and enjoy it. Enjoy it. What you have to do is kind of that that uh, that uh, mindfulness, they call it. Yeah. yeah. Being aware of everything, what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're smelling, what you're tasting, and get your money's worth. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, take it in while you're there. That's Steve, what you've got to do. I do it every year, honestly, when I go to Montauk because they're there. It's just you're not going to get anything for cheap there's no. nothing there they have that's going to be cheap there's nowhere else you can go there's yeah. nowhere else you can go they have you so it's like go for one week enjoy it and then go home and not go out for think about months. yes <laughs> don't deprive yourself enjoy exactly so laser wolf is is uh, israeli food and that reminded me of a food that i like that i haven't had in a long time which is moroccan food have you guys ever been to fez or any of the moroccan restaurants I... in town we went to Fez one time. I mean, a long time ago, like 20, 22 years ago, I went yeah. to Fez. It was cool, man. Sit on the floor and, yeah, and eat you, with your hands. You eat with your hands. And yeah. so I was going to, I'm wondering how the pandemic has affected restaurants like yeah. that. Well, now you sit out. on your hands and eat off the floor. Or maybe you just put your mouth in a trough <laughs> and <laughs> eat that way. Yeah. Where Where was Fez or where is Near Fez? South. South Street. Yeah. Okay. I think that I went, is that the one where you have to knock on the door? They don't just let, it's not yeah, open. They let you yeah. in. Yeah. It okay. doesn't look like you can just walk in yeah. and, and. I don't. I have no idea if it's even still there. I don't either. Like I said, not wearing pants and underwear. It was, it was a long time ago that I went there, but but it, I remember it was it was really dark too. Like you could barely yeah. see, yeah, in the place, which is probably good. Yeah, yeah. I went this... to a Moroccan restaurant that was in Delaware. I was uh, either on two hundred two or off of two hundred two, but I ain't been there a long, Del long time. <laughs> no, but that's where I found out that uh, baklava is actually a Moroccan. Um, oh, really? Yeah, Moroccan okay. dessert. Yeah. Um, but a, a lot of countries uh, try to lay claim to Yeah, baklava. I thought it was Greek. Yep. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, okay. Well, at least at these people at this restaurant Maybe say, they no, claim it's Moroccan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is Swedish. What? <laughs> uh, so if you want to head out, uh, I'm not sure what the story is with uh, them being open right now. I'm sure that they're ready to go. But we have one of the greatest restaurants in <laughs> the country. <laughs> Laser Wolf. 
I'm I'm so glad that they're here doing what they do because they're just yeah. they're just destroying. Someday, someday yeah. I'll get to one of these places. I just haven't done that type of thing. Wear that hat when you do. They will let you Thank right you. in. They'll yeah, say this is like, clear. This is well, but like you're you're now you're a highly uh, up, uh, cherished critic, a food critic yes, of sorts. I am, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> People know that if you if you want to hear about the fine places to eat, mm. you know, like yeah. Michael Klein is, I'm sure can get a table anywhere. Yes, the connoisseur should be the same way, just yeah. like him. All right, we're going elsewhere. Chicken has been in short supply lately. Uh, Many reasons have been cited, including the increasing popularity of fast food chicken sandwiches. Chicken. But here's a new one. What? Tyson says that its roosters just aren't up to the job right now. Uh, The giant chicken processor replaced its roosters with a different breed that, frankly... Has proven to be a disappointing performer. Limp Rooster Peens? Limp Rooster Peens. <laughs> That's a band name. A decline in chick hatchings has ensued. Come on, man. Step up, fellas. Uh, the company has fired its rooster crew. They have a rooster crew. And yeah. is hiring its former stalwart. I guess it's a cockadoodle don't. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Hey, 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 hey. I did it, baby! Woo! <laughs> great uh and then i saw i saw a story that is kind of connected to this because i didn't know this had mentioned the uh the tyson company in there but um i have it in the other room i was gonna uh, put it in my kind of incidentals or, or my uh, junk drawer for tomorrow but Do you want me to go get it for you no it's okay it was it was a tyson plant and i just forgotten oh. what, what state it's in i think it might be indiana i'm not sure they have 900 cases of covid 900 cases of COVID? Yes. How the hell did that happen? I do not know. And so... What are they, French kissing? That may contribute to the chicken shortage. Chicken. As well. We've got a real crisis on our hands. This is yeah. in uh, Arkansas, Preston. It was Arkansas. And okay. it's nine... the makers of deep impact. It's oh, 9,000. 9,000 employees. Whoa. Uh, we have a severe chicken crisis on our hand. Yeah. So 9,000 employees have COVID at the Tyson plant? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to, I got to read the whole article. I meant to peruse it here. There's a click that, and sorry, the the, the story disappeared there for a moment. But where'd it uh, go? Yeah, it says here, popular uh, Tyson Foods Incorporated, third largest employer in Arkansas, reported 2,866 COVID-19 cases at its workplaces. Nearly one third of the state's 9,065 sickened workers across all industries, uh, according to uh, the Department of Health. So I don't know what that's going to mean for chicken production. Chicken, but they're going to be uh, they're going to have some uh, some trouble with that. There was kind of a disturbing wow. John Oliver talking about meat processing plants, and and uh, part of the problem is that they work in very close quarters. So if anybody were to get COVID, it's very easily spread, and, and a lot of the employees aren't protected in the ways that they probably should be. Okay. Chicken. I have another chicken story. Chicken. Oh. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to do with chicken. Chicken's not chicken. Uh, it has to do with sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce is the next product shortage. According what? to a statement. Yeah, what I in know. the holy hell? According to a statement, Chick-fil-A said due to industry-wide supply chain disruptions, some Chick-fil-A restaurants are experiencing a shortage of select items like sauces. And we are actively working to make adjustments. Where are the sausages? To, no, <laughs> sauces. Oh, okay. You know, I never use the Chick-fil-A sauces. I do not need them. I, I, I am absolutely fine with the Chick-fil-A products as is. Have as you are. tried them? I have. I, I, I drink tried, them. I will drink them. I don't. Have, put, you, have you tried the Chick-fil-A sauce? I have. It's outstanding. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, You're it's, missing out. Yes. Well, I just don't like it. I mean, I mean, not that I don't like it. I hate it. <laughs> if I am getting it myself from the drive-thru, yeah. chances are uh, I'm not going to make it home with food. <laughs> 
Still, I'm going to eat it on the way home, so I won't use the sauces. However, the cops, if, cops, if, if, so if, you're naked, covered in sauce. If my wife is picking up the Chick-fil-A for me, these sauces will then okay. make it home, and I will eat it, and then I will use the sauces. Do you backlog at home? No. Because a lot of times, you know, I think it's probably what a lot of people are doing that have been um, sort of squirreling these away, right? Um, they are, the people love this sauce. Part of that. Uh, shell is kind of a sauce saver. I, 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 after a while, I throw them out because we don't end up using them. I mean, you know, like really... when you order Chinese food and they give you five thousand sweet and sour packets, how yeah. come then? How come that never runs out? Yeah, right. Right. Because also, mm. when you order Chinese food again, they're going to give you three thousand packets mm-hmm. again. You yeah. don't need to keep it. Yeah. Uh, so they said they're going to be limiting the number of sauces that it will provide with each order. Sauces at uh, Chick Fil A will be limited to one sauce per entree. Two sauces per meal. It's not enough. And three sauces. Listen to this. Three sauces per thirty count nuggets. Okay, so I'm. I, I guess no I, way you get ten nuggets out of one little sauce container. I don't use the sauces, but I know that's clearly not enough. Well, I wonder if you, you know, when you order those big trays, like mm-hmm. I wonder what the sauce count will be for that. Because... Yeah, because they usually give you a big tub of it. Yeah. in the middle. If you um, need to, and let's say I you just have really want some more sauce. <laughs> let's say you have a one of those tinfoil bags that the sandwiches come in. Yeah, throw your nuggets in there, pour the sauces in the tinfoil bag, uh, and then shake it up, and then all the sauces will get on the. Uh... You saw a TikTok video that did that. right? Well, mm, I saw a different t- t- TikTok video, and I just applied that okay. science to. It's a good idea. Yeah. It lightly coats it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I eat less too. Uh, the that the email uh, that I read uh, an excerpt from was from a single location to its employees, but Chick Fil A has had to limit the sauces uh, that customers can receive because of the supply chain issues. The restaurant asked for customers to be patient with employees who are doing the yeah. best that they can given the circumstances. That's going to happen. Uh, so, <laughs> in the case of the ketchup packets, which are also going through this, mm-hmm. is ketchup or ketchup in general, like in regular bottles of is is, is that depleted or is it just simply the pre-done packets? That I think are depleted? it's just the packets. I think it's the packets. Okay, yeah. Uh, Chick-fil-A also currently has a banner up on its website and an app with a short message regarding the sauce shortage. Uh, Customers can continue, though, to purchase 8-ounce bottles of Chick-fil-A sauce in retail stores like Walmart. I way around it. Call Peter North. Uh, Walmart and Target. Uh, Their sauces, Chick-fil-A sauce, barbecue honey mustard, garden herb ranch, and Polynesian are also available to purchase on the Chick-fil-A app. What's your sauce of preference? Uh, Just the basics? Okay. Chick-fil-A sauce is... Fan freaking tastic! Of all the sauces in all the restaurants in all the lands, that's the one. Not including Nick, the honey mustard at Wells Fargo Center. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Uh, but at fast food restaurants, fast food restaurants, <clears throat> Chick Fil A sauces. You're, uh, I'd say so. I, I can't think of any other thing that's. It's it's not a standard sauce. It's not you know yeah. one that you can get everywhere else. That's I why still. I like Arby's sauce is number one for me, man. Do you know what I, the one sauce that, again, I use, most of my food is pretty naked. I don't even dip fries in ketchup. But I will do um, sweet potato fries in the aioli. Uh, that uh, and I don't know if there's a standard aioli, but whatever the base aioli is, I'm I don't. Sure. I never like any of the dipping sauces that come with sweet potato fries. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like I, what do you like to go for? I would like if there was one that came with it. Right. But I don't, I don't, I don't like any of the ones that comes with it. The mm. aioli, or sometimes it'll be served with ketchup, which I think is a terrible match. U, uh, so I don't know what to do with it. I had barbecue sauce one time. It's not bad with uh, with sweet, uh, sweet potato fries. Mm. Okay, it's different. But you're right. Ketchup doesn't seem to be right. No. With that, so. 
Help me. What do I eat with my sweet potato fries? I'll help I you, don't Kathy. Know. I'm concerned with the chickens. Yeah. Maybe I can help you, Kathy. <laughs> oh, finally. Yeah. A young boy. It's a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, I thought this was a cooter appointment. No, we're this talking is about a sweet potato consultation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you're interested in the Chick Fil A sauce, you can buy it. Uh, a lot of people are uh, are calling in now, saying that you can get squeeze bottles, well, uh, and, and yes, you can you can buy them at, at retail restaurants. Do you know how it's made? Is it is it basically like you know we all talk, like I love the the Aramark. Honey mustard, mustard. Mm-hmm. but you should be able to make that yourself. Yes, it's yeah, never going to be as good. Not quite as good. I, I've heard it's a it's a mix of of a, of a barbecue flavor and a barbecue sauce flavor and honey mustard right. uh, together. So, all right, let's go somewhere else. Let's stay in the fast food. Let's stay in the the drive through. Uh, Wendy's has an all new. I love the sound of this bourbon bacon cheeseburger. It's part of their brand's uh, made-to-crave lineup. Is this something you might try? Uh, maybe. I haven't been eating burgers for a while. I've yeah. kind of gotten off of uh, red meat for a bit. But yeah. uh, the burger comes doused with bourbon bacon <laughs> sauce. Doused. Yum. It's topped with applewood smoked bacon, uh, American cheese, and crunchy onion. So it's going to be a calorie overload, Sure, obviously. Wendy's is known for their... High calorie content. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, but, but, they, just, but they were one of the first to introduce like a grilled chicken sandwich. I remember yeah. way chicken. back when. We're back at chicken. Chicken. <laughs> uh, when they, they offered up the grilled chicken sandwich, I was like, okay. I, and I, I used to eat that all the time. So I'm forgetting the chronology here. Was that the big, the first mad rush for a chicken sandwich recently was Popeye's chicken yes. sandwich? Yeah, that was that, the big And one. that was followed. Then Wendy's came at them with their chicken sandwich? Oh, was no. it Chick-fil-A? No, 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 no. Um, there, who, who were the two competing once? Yeah. They were first to the dance, and then someone answered with their own chicken sandwich, and then there was the big comparison. Which did you prefer? And I don't remember the second one. Uh, it yeah. might have been, well, Popeye's was, you know, there There was a buzz because there was a chicken sandwich. Do you love uh, that short. chicken from Popeye's? I do. Right. Uh, well, ch- the chicken uh, sandwich. I don't, I, I was never, like, big on um, fried chicken. I love fried chicken. But I, but I do like a, a nice chicken. fried chicken breast sandwich. And I, if, I, I actually prefer the Popeye's chicken sandwich over the Chick-fil-A, believe right. it or not. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a bold statement. It is oh a bold statement. Well, it's cheaper, too. This has nothing to do with fast food, but the greatest fried chicken. I don't normally order fried chicken, but I felt like I had to when I was in Nashville. Yeah. It was the greatest sandwich I'd really? ever eaten in my entire life. Me and uh, two of my friends went back the day we were leaving, and we got a to-go chicken sandwich so we could eat it on the plane on the way home. No kidding. Wow. <laughs> well, you should go to uh, Elmy's place down in uh, the, the landing kitchen. They have a fried chicken sandwich there that's damn go, good. Uh, go right now and get me one because this, yeah. <laughs> this chat I is would, killing me. I'm telling you, I would if I went back to Nashville or when I go back to Nashville because it was it was great there, um, I would go directly to that place. It was called <laughs> Acme, which is weird. It is not a supermarket. And the sandwich uh, was so Kathy, good. Kathy, I swear to God, I'm going to shoot. <laughs> I'm telling you if, you, if you go to Nashville, go to Acme and get the fried chicken sandwich. Yeah. Was it buttermilk uh, fried yes, chicken? Yes, yeah. like all of it, the whole, mm. I mean, it was, and I've even tried. It's, when it's great, I mean, and you, you, you dream about the sandwich and you hope it's the same. And when you got the second sandwich, was it as good as you remembered? Oh, yeah, it was oh, great. Now, okay, will it be as good when I go back to right. Nashville a second time? I don't know, but When yes. life has hardened you. Oh, yeah. my God, Kathy, it's called Acme Feed and Seed? Yes. Right on the river? Yep. 
Okay? Yep, that's it. It's only a uh, 19-hour drive from here. So if we <laughs> leave now, we can be back before the show's over tomorrow. No, we can't. No, you can't. No, we can't. Uh, drive back. Damn by it. Monday. We'll be fine See by Monday. See what a flight is. Yeah. Maybe it's a cheap flight. There's a place. Do you have, speaking of this, Connoisseur, is there a place? Because I know there's a place I have to get back to and and find out if it was as good as I remember Okay, we're talking fried chicken. There's a place in Atlanta. I don't even know if it still exists. It's called Pity Pat's Porch, and it was a an old style Southern Ooh. with with the water pouring down the tin you know, the tin roof and all that stuff, and the, you know ceiling fans. And it was the greatest fried chicken I've ever had in my life. Mm. And I'm just hoping one day, if I'm in that area, yeah. to return to it. Oh, Kath, you know what? By the way, it is 19 hours if you want to avoid the highways. It's only 12 hours if you it's don't it. mind paying tolls and going. Oh, so maybe we could call Brittany and she could ship them to us. Yeah, uh, yes, Brittany Taylor. No, yeah. nope, 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 no, 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 never, no, no, ever, no, no. never, food? ever get f- great food shipped. It's okay. it doesn't work. You got to go put there. it in an envelope and, and send it. <laughs> Padded envelope. Yeah. You got to go there and you got to get it fresh. You can't even take it home. Eat it right there. That's how you get Eat your, it now. your taste, your flavor. <laughs> All right, uh, let me see. We, uh, we got to, we got to, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. It's close. Right, we got to close up shop no, here. Yeah, we got to shut it down. Sorry. We're taking the last order. Uh, that's all I have for you today, but um, there will be more very, very soon. I promise you that. Always some good food stories coming in. We need to take a break because we do have a guest on the way, and that's why we're going to do it now. But a reminder that Strathaven High School in Wallingford, mm-hmm. uh, you need to tell us who the coolest teacher of the year was, and you can do it by texting the word teacher to 39333, and then we will send the voting link to you, and then we'll uh, announce the winner tomorrow. We're going to break. Come back in a moment. Oh, by the way, the what? new Daily Rush video Woo-hoo! is up. Uh, it's called the Royal Gurning. <laughs> uh, the queen was seen tucking a royal bottom lip over her nose, her noble nose. And you can watch it now at PrestonSteve.com. And it's sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. We'll be back in a moment. Roll up your sleeves. It's time for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Hey, gang, this year's event is Friday, June 18th. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com. And then cut out early on a Friday to help those in need. Choose from two locations, the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex. Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and the pride of knowing that you made a difference. Appointments are required for safety protocols, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 16th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, benefiting the American Red Cross. Sponsored by Recovery Centers of America. Get help at recoverycentersofamerica.com and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. So our next guest is going to be Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, tomorrow, Saturday. Beautiful weekend. Yes. I'm sure the shows are going to be awesome and it's wonderful. Calling us live from his very own bed this morning. (laughs) Please welcome Mr. Jeff Dodd. Hey! Hey, Jeff. What's up, gang? Yes, this is my bed. (laughs) Is it the hotel's bed or your actual home bed? I assume it's the hotel's bed. Well, my actual home bed isn't that exclusive, but you're the first people to be in my hotel bed. Oh, Oh, nice. We're honored. That's excellent. When did you get into uh, Philly? I landed this morning at uh, 6 a.m. and I was gassed. So I just literally, I, I'm sleeping till the shows, I think. Yeah, nice, that's right. probably right. So are you back up to, uh, so things are opening up and, and things, some things have been opened up more, more fully around the country. What's your touring schedule been like? Has it been active or are you just now heading ahead of steam? 
Well, I'm going to be honest with you guys, and I hope this doesn't make me look like a bad person, but I've been working every weekend since May. Yeah. Basically, the way I've dealt with it is like I perform for the places that don't care. <laughs> and then when the and then when the liberal places open up, I'll go perform for them. There you go. You're, 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 you're whoever wants to hear your comedy. Now, have you done things like the parking lot tours and stuff like that? Because we're like, Burke Kreischer here did a, uh, a show for, you know, a parking lot, people in their cars. Have you done stuff like that? I've done all the all the the drive-ins and the back of a pickup truck <laughs> and the parking lots and the restaurant patios and I can't tell you how uh, humiliating it is. <laughs> what have what have we learned from this? What 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 what's a, what's a takeaway from from those? Uh, gigs? We've learned that comedians are desperate uh, in desperate need of attention at all times, <laughs> and, and we've really learned how low we'll sink to get it. Ah, there you go. I hear That's that. That's the lesson. I, I understand that. It's good to know that. I mean, we, we learned from Dirty Harry. You got to know your limitations, and, and you, you, yeah. you, you need the attention, and that's part of the deal. But you're getting it now. That's good. Well, I was going to say, like, if, if you'd have asked any of us professional comedians, like, two years ago before the pandemic, Hey, do you want to come perform in the back of a pickup truck? <laughs> hey, do you want to perform it at a at a drive-in where they just honk instead of laugh? We'd have all told you to go f yourself. <laughs> but but now, like because of the pandemic, we're like literally we're all fighting to get these horrible spots on on these horrible shows, and we and they're like, well, I don't know if we, I can maybe squeeze you in. Bill Burr is gonna commit. You're like, what? Even Bill Burr's doing these garbage shows, <laughs> right? Well, that, that that was predicted. In fact, we had so we we obviously we have a lot of uh, comedians on, and and uh, they were predicting people like Bill Burr were saying, you you watch, you watch what level of comedian you're gonna see at what were formerly places they would not even touch. Mm -hmm. But that's just, we assume that's just gearing up and things will hit their normal level soon. Yeah, once things are back to normal, we won't do that crap anymore. <laughs> but it was, it was pretty interesting to right. see. Like, there's nothing more humiliating than than bombing in your kitchen on Zoom in front of your dog, <laughs> you know? But the good thing about this is now, as things are starting to uh, loosen up, is is it's not unlike going to a dominatrix. It's the pleasure after the pain, you know? They'll yeah. beat the crap out of you, but then they'll tickle you with feathers afterwards, and we're at the tickling with feathers part very soon. Well, I'll have to take your word for, uh, <laughs> uh, word for it on that. I don't know anything about no dominatrix and tickling. <laughs> Nothing. When you you go to a town, you don't you don't sample their food and their S and M scene. <laughs> I'm not, but I mean, if you know a good uh, a good place where I can get a cheese stick and a nice rubby rub, let's do it. <laughs> I wanted to ask you because we we've we actually um, it was a short lived show, but it was better late than never. You did the show with uh, William Shatner, Terry Bradshaw, George Foreman, and Henry Winkler. It's pretty cool. I think we had uh, we had Henry Winkler on to promote it. And uh, so it's basically these guys, all you know, all further on in life, doing stuff in their bucket list, and you were the young guy who was traveling with them. And who? So of that collective, who did you bond with the most? Who did you find the coolest? Well, I will say you said it's short lived, but you know, two seasons on a network television show nowadays yeah. is is a miracle, right? Um, but uh, if if you watch the show, you'd know that. Terry Bradshaw and me are thick as thieves. We still talk uh, every week. I go to his I go to his home for the holidays, every Thanksgiving, every wow. Christmas. Yeah, we're we're very 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 close. I love Terry Bradshaw to death. Why why'd you hit it off? What do you guys have in common? 
Uh, we're just both, you know, we're, we've got a lot in common. We're both silly. We're goofy. We're positive. We're happy. We love life. I can't say that about William Shatner. You know, like <laughs> really? Terry. Did, did Shatner rub you the wrong way? No, not at all. Uh, I love okay. him. We're just, we just, we're not the same. You okay. Know? Like, like, you know, William Shatner is like a house cat. Yeah. Like you've got to earn it. You know, <laughs> you've got to like, you've basically got to like bother him a hundred times before he even remotely has an interest. Me and Terry are like annoying dogs. You right. Know? We're, we, we love everyone. And if we're bothering you, then just push us away. We'll go annoy someone else. <laughs> so, and, and then Henry Winkler, the nicest guy, at least by everyone's perception, is, is, is that in, in fact the case or is, does, is he into S&M as well? Yeah, he's a nice guy. I always, I think that's a cliche that people, hear and they repeat that he's the nicest guy in show business he's also like the most talented and the yeah. funniest and the coolest um but yes he, he is he is very very nice but i think you know lots of people are are, are nice, are nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i guess that can be said you've done a couple of you know since you started you you did uh, um uh, you know, you, you, you started doing stand-up uh, years ago, and you had uh, some MTV shows. And I remember you also on, um, was it Extreme Makeover? Home Edition? You yes. Were, you, were, you had reoccurring um, participation in that. I, I, I had a love-hate relationship with that that show. What was your, your takeaway? Because to me, it, it they always had sort of this, this, what I thought was a fake construct, that they had to get it done in a week. Yeah. Was that, in fact, the case? Or if it, went oh, over, yeah. if it went over by a day, would they level the house and say, well, this was a loss? <laughs> no, no, they they really did. That that part was very true, man. Those people were like ants. They really? just worked, like millions of people just volunteering to work to put these houses together. It was really impressive. I'm surprised anyone remembers me from that show. I used to always joke that that'll be a trivia question someday. <laughs> like, uh, what show was Jeff Dye? Like, people would be like, he wasn't on Extreme Makeover, but I was. Yeah. Basically, what happened was um, that show's ratings were horrible by the last season. And they were like, we need more black people to watch. We need more young people to watch. So they brought me on to try to get young people to watch. And they got Exhibit on to bring... And it was literally like yeah. the weirdest thing. Like me and this rapper just were <laughs> added on for the last season. It was the strangest dynamic, yeah. and it didn't work because the show got canceled. Okay. Yeah, well, you know what? What it was is is they stopped actually fixing the house up, and they just started bulldozing the house and building a brand new house, which I think lost its charm. You know, when when mm. you actually had like two, at least two or three of the original walls of the house, then that made it a little bit more exciting. It's more like a makeover. It's more like yeah. a makeover rather than just yeah, yeah. buzz all, you know, just, you know, blowing the house up. I don't and know. They blew one up with dynamite one time. That was pretty badass. That was That's pretty cool. cool, but you yeah. can only do that so many right, times. Right. That is funny. They're like, hey, we're going to give your wife a makeover. And they just completely... Kill her and then bring in some new lady. Right. Yes. Similar to that. Same name, right? Yeah. Well, here she is. You're like, that's not my wife, but I mean, all right. <laughs> hey, Jeff, I wanted to ask you about uh, uh, Marissa, one of our producers, had mentioned that you opened for a friend of ours, uh, Ed Bassmaster, last week. Yes. Uh, yes, I'm such a huge fan of Ed's. Get out of here. When I, found out, when I found out he was doing live shows, uh, I literally I texted the owner of the of the comedy club. I said, "Let me open for him." 
And he goes, yeah, no problem. So I went and did shows with him. We hit it off. We became pals. And uh, I'm going to be hanging out with him this week, too. But his live show is awesome. His YouTube is hilarious. I'm, a, I'm just a big fan. He's awesome. Wow. Ed's been a part of the show for a long time. He's come down to a lot of the uh, the, 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 oh, the events that we've done. And he's 20 years. created a whole bunch of videos. And actually, there was a point in time in which he was like, he was working with, like, Sean Penn was yeah. a huge fan. And he was going and hanging with Sean Penn. And there was there were all these things going on. Uh, so yeah, we. Ha- I was wondering because his stuff is very you know you get out amongst people, and uh, with all this been going on for the past you know uh, year plus, I I, I, has, I assume it's dinged what he does a bit. Well, how's how's he doing? He's been great. I mean, I'm sure you know. Like, I'm sure he'll tell you like it, he hasn't been able to make the YouTube videos because going out in the street obviously has affected right. everything. But um, <laughs> his biggest problem is that he's in Philadelphia. So everyone recognizes him. Right. You know, it's hard to mess with people when you're like kind of the mayor of Philadelphia. And so that that part's been difficult for him. But his live show is really, really great and hilarious. I mean, he's grossly underpaid. The guy's going to make millions off of his live show. And I'm just happy to help him kind of shape it a little bit. Oh, that's so cool. That's cool. Good for you. Yeah. And I, I mean, he doesn't need me either. Like, I'm not going to try and get in on it or host or anything. I just want him. I think his characters are so stinking funny, and I'm I'm just excited to uh, help him. <laughs> and he won't the live show he won't the break those characters he either. No. Yeah, he, when, he, when he's in the character, he stays in that character. <laughs> it's so great. I'm obsessed with Chip Diamond. That <laughs> character is. He could call me anything he wants or say anything. It makes me laugh so hard. It's so simple, but it's brilliant. Yeah, we had him in here a couple of times in our green room area and uh, had a hidden camera. We did him once with uh, Bam Margera, and he was mumbles. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. Yeah, you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was, that was here, yeah. Yeah, that was here at our studio. It was, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Hey, so yeah. you're you're um, you're from Seattle, and your sister's married name is Ledbetter? Like, how cool is that? I mean, why is that cool? <laughs> because the yellow Ledbetter Pearl Jam? No. Seattle? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Nah. I, I, I mean, I, I guess. Nah. I mean, I love Pearl Jam. Big fan. But uh, I guess I never put that together that that would even be a thing. Yeah, I guess it's It didn't cool. make you the person you are, is what you're saying. <laughs> it didn't shape who you are <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah. It did, okay, all right. Well. It hasn't informed your community. Yeah. I just never put that to, Yeah, I guess that's pretty cool. It, it, well, Seattle, it, it all ties together. Uh, I wanted to ask you, too. You, you did a video with a guy who we had in the studio and, and liked a lot, uh, Dirk Bentley. Uh, you did you are, yeah yeah you did a video and I, I have to confess I haven't seen it drunk on a plane yeah it was a really popular country music song and uh, I got to play the drunk on the plane guy the guy that gets drunk on the plane that's heartbroken uh, the premise of the song is basically like this guy gets in you know he gets engaged and he's in love and then she calls off the uh, the the wedding so he just decides to go on the honeymoon anyways and get drunk on a plane when you were doing the and, end. Uh, and they were like, Jeff Dye would be perfect for this. He's a lonely drunk who masked it <laughs> like he's happy. You know? <laughs> do you, do, when you were doing the stuff with MTV, how, how old were you? Because uh, that's right, was right. That was a while ago. But you were I, I, you were popping up all over the place. You were on. Uh, I yeah, think it was I was like 26 years old. I created a, a. So one thing is I made a show called Money from Strangers. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And the premise of it was basically it was it was. Um, it was impractical jokers except evil. You know, like basically right. we, we'd have strangers pranking other strangers. We tell them what to say and do. And so then Ellen started doing it on her show and she did it a little bit better. Right. And then impractical jokers did it more friendly, where it's instead of strangers doing it to strangers, 
they're doing it to each other and they became multi-millionaires and our show guy came. No. <laughs> <laughs> We've had those guys on a number of times. They're 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 really cool, but yeah, they've create that's that's kind of their thing now. But they're encountering that same issue where they're so recognizable that they can't they can't go out and do what they're doing because people recognize them. So, you know, at a certain point, shows like I even with like Ed Bassmaster, it starts to peter out as you get recognized and your fame level rises. Well, that that's the problem with show business, in my opinion, is everybody films the same crap in, in Los Angeles, New York. Yeah. And then Ed's problem is that he's in Philadelphia. It's like if you go pull that crap in in eastern Washington or central Oregon or anywhere in Wisconsin, do you think they've heard of me or any of the <laughs> impractical joker guys or, right. or Ed Bat? No, that if you find the town, you you're gonna be able to get some good stuff for sure. It's just you're gonna have to commute. So if you, you with the uh, with the, the comedy and stuff like that, and a, you do acting as well, have you done? I mean, is this is this something that you know is uh, is kicking back in? Have you done any sort of acting for a while, or I mean, because I know I've been in some uh, I've been in some real horrible rom coms. I'll tell you that. Yeah, so but I, I mean, I, uh, I and I don't really enjoy acting. I, I don't you know? hate it, but it's like you sit in a trailer all day, and it's just it's the it's just not as. I guess the only parts of acting that I've really enjoyed so far are parts that most people wouldn't admit to liking. Like I like going <laughs> to the movie theater and seeing myself on a big screen. That's yeah. what I like. That's okay. it. Right. Everyone yeah. hates that. Yeah. Yeah. People just the, hate the actual job part of it. You don't like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I like I like taking a girl to the theater and going, "Look at me." Hey. That's <laughs> <laughs> me up there. Yeah, oh, I was really God. doing some acting right there. Look at that. Some good acting. Acting up a storm. Uh, Jeff, I was reading. We got a little info sheet on you, and it says here Jeff is available for speaking at high school assemblies, middle school. Assemblies, teen conferences, leadership conferences, teacher in service, what? staff training, prisons, at risk teens, and every audience to teach, educate, inspire, influence, and encourage. Do you do positive uh, role model speaking? Is that what that is? I don't know where you found that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was my old manager just trying to drum up any kind of dollar he could steal from people. <laughs> any dollar he could steal from people. Was well, it true that you're a Jeep person? I am a Jeep person, yeah. I uh, I have two. I have a Jeep uh, Cherokee, a 2001 Jeep Cherokee, and a 2001 Jeep uh, Wrangler. Do you do you spend your time like modding those suckers? Because Jeep people love to f with those things and tinker around, and and uh, you know it becomes it becomes a uh, just a, a constant hobby. Yes, it is gross. <laughs> I, I'm literally like on Pinterest every day, going, "Oh, there's a new." thing i could bolt to the side of my jeep i've I've spent so much money and so much but it is nice it's nice to have like a little project you can always be dinking with but yeah yes you're 100 percent right i just i i'm constantly just modifying those jeeps but it's fun to off-road and go in the go camping and stuff i like that kind of stuff oh cool there is some weird stuff on jeeps yesterday i saw one headed down the road had red headlights what? Red headlights. It looked weird. I thought a car was going in reverse towards me because <laughs> it looked like taillights. <laughs> and as night? it got closer, it was a Jeep that was crazy modded out. I mean, like, first there's of all. There's no oh, way that's legal. Yeah. yeah I, it, it was still in the daytime. So there's got to be a switch, a switch where it goes to, you know, there your better st- be. standard incandescent, right. you know, white or whatever. Yeah. But but it was outrageously modded out. At some point, it gets it's too, a little too much. Do you do the, like, the, go ahead. I've got an Instagram account. I just started it, but it's called Jeffy's Jeeps. 
And it's just my each day I put up the, all the modifications I'm making on my Jeeps. But I only did that just between us and whoever's listening, uh, just to get free crap from these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Maybe they'll send you stuff. Our our afternoon guy Jackson is has a Jeep club, and then and you know he has he he goes does all the off road stuff and Mother's Day, which is a Jeep event as well. The thing I think is cool is the uh, the snorkel, uh, the the attachment, the uh, for the Jeeps that can go. Into deep water is that something? Have you have you gone that far yet, or you're still? I have a theory about those that your friend might not like, but uh, no one's ever needed that stupid <laughs> snorkel. <laughs> I went. You to... put a snork. You put a snorkel on your jeep or truck when you've ran out of things. <laughs> to dumb I went to a resort one time that offered jeep off road rides, and we did go down to water that came up. Almost to the, the the window. Oh wow! And so that I was like, okay, you're you're legitimately using that, but I think wow. you're right, Jeff. Nobody nobody is really using those things. Yeah, up to my windshield, my I'll be my neck will be underwater. <laughs> right. I don't understand. <laughs> that's, Jeff, I mean, that's so much water. I'm I'm looking at your your Jeep right now on Jeffy's Jeeps. I don't know what what year is this Jeep. Uh, 2000. I, okay. And I love Wranglers. I really do. I, I, we had one in, uh, the early nineties. So it was like 92, 93 Jeep. It was red like yours. But, um, and do you, when you're in somebody else's car and it's not a Jeep, do you still do the Jeep wave? Do you forget that you're not in a Jeep and you see a Jeep on the road? (laughs) Uh, no, but I do, I do forget when I'm driving other things. Yep. So like uh like I have um I had a Tesla for a little while and like I would still wave to Jeeps and I'm like what am I doing <laughs> stupid like you're in a car. Yeah. Are or you like rental cars I do it because I have a motorcycle and I the motorcycles wave to each other. Yeah. And then I have the Jeep which we all wave to each other. So if, you know God help me when I'm in a rental I can't help myself but I wave at every stupid Jeep. Have you have you ever toured uh, like have you ever I mean because obviously you got to you got to cover a lot of distance but have you ever been able to take the jeep or, or a vehicle that you like or the motorcycle you know as you st- if you're going to gigs that are within a drivable distance or is that just folly? No, I mean I I all the gigs I do are like flying or in okay. Los Angeles. So that 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 two thousand Wrangler that I have only has seventy thousand miles on wow. it, and I've had it forever. Jeez, so. Okay. It's, you know, it's just kind of short trips. The longest trips when I go to like Death Valley or Joshua Tree or any of those kind of things, because that's like a couple hours. But that's the most. Huh. Uh, you know, you, you uh, I was reading about you and I don't know if this is true or not, uh, because the other stuff wasn't true about you being a teen leader. Uh, is that uh, you had a little bit of uh, dyslexia growing up? I had a little bit as as well. Is that is that in fact the case? And it, it took you a long time to learn to read. Um, you know. Yeah, that's that's all true. I yeah. still have dyslexia. Um, it's funny, too, because. I talk about all these books that I read yeah. currently, you know, yeah. like during the pandemic, I must have read over 200 books, no exaggeration, but I don't read anything. I just listen to them. I have yeah. a, I have, I'm always buying books on audible and I'm knock out. I knocked out a book on the way here. We're huge. And, uh, we're so- huge fans. I held out. I, and I say this over and over again. Nah, that's not reading. Nah, that's not reading. You're cheating. And then I realized I wasn't getting to anything I wanted to read because I couldn't find the time. And now sure. I love it. It's awesome. I pretty much, that's all I listen to. Yeah. Or audio books. Well, if you think about it, like people listen to these four-hour podcasts yeah. every day and all this stuff, it's like, dude, you could kill a whole book in, in the amount of time it would take you to listen to a few podcast episodes. It's the same and, thing, and you can learn so much. And like, there's just so many things. I I think it's 
I think it's the best thing you can do. Like, you, I, I feel like I, you know, I, I, I can't say enough about it. Some people are better listeners than they are readers. I and, think that's me. And, yeah. I, I, Jeff, yeah. Have, you, have you listened to so many that when you hear someone who you've had read another book for you and you didn't like their voice or whatever, you're like, ah, oh, this guy, yeah. you know, because I, I can recognize people who do it, the people that get hired a lot. And there's some voices that I'm like, no, not this guy. <laughs> yeah. No, that happens too, but I actually listen to a lot of, like, autobiographies. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to, like, instead of me just sitting there reading about Ted Turner, yeah, I'm getting Ted Turner to tell me his life story. It feels so much more exciting Yeah, yeah. to hear the, the person. Like, I don't know how anyone's ever read a Chelsea Handler book. She's so sarcastic <laughs> right. that I don't know how you would be able to differentiate what's sarcasm and what isn't. When you're listening to it, she's sarcastic. But when you're reading it, I would have no idea. Right. But now I've got I've got people that read the books. I will go and specifically seek them out. Specifically, yeah. a guy named Will Patton, who's po- mm. possibly one of the best narrators I've ever. Come he's, a, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Yeah, but, yeah. but he yeah. does tons of audiobooks, and I'm just fascinated by him. I love that. I'm listening to. Um... What was it? Oh, Artie Lang's book. Artie, and the uh, guy had like Art Too Fat to Fish. Artie Lang had like some sort of, you know, he fell off the wagon or something three chapters in. And so then he lets the this guy from Howard Stern read the rest of the book. And the guy's <laughs> voice is horrific. I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, it'll kill it. It'll kill the experience. Jeff, I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm actually coming out to Seattle this summer. I'm going to uh, try to hit all three national parks, Olympic and Rainier and, and North Cascades. Um, I'm curious as to uh, if you have any recommendations on little gems that people from out of town don't quite know about when uh, when doing outdoorsy type stuff, camping, that kind of thing. Little gyms? Is that what you oh, Gems. 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 Yeah. Or, or little gyms. Little people gyms for at, dwarves. Yeah. People can work yeah. out that don't want to uh, The bench is closer to the floor. The, yeah. All the time, but I'm kind of an odd duck. But <laughs> if you're going to go to Rainier, if you look at some, uh, if you can do a, like a deep enough dive on the internet, there are tons of places that are allegedly, and I believe this, uh, just riddled with uh with with sasquatch sightings and bigfoot encounters wow um they're they're pretty um aggressively socially policed by the native americans but if you can find those spots there's some really 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 great spots up in rainier for for, some good sasquatch viewing yeah all right and i love that kind of stuff thanks (laughs) nice nice all right, well, listen, uh, Jeff, we got to let you run, but uh, excited that you're in town. Next time, we'll we'll hopefully have you here in the flesh. But um, I, Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, hopefully, some of you guys can make it to the show. I know you radio guys wake up at 3 a.m. or <laughs> <Yep>. whatever. But... <laughs> uh, well, 8 o'clock tonight, tomorrow, 7.15 to 9.30, same thing on Saturday. You can get tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Good to talk to you, Jeff. Thanks for coming on this you morning. You guys are the best. Thanks so much. Hey, Jeff hey, hey. Excellent, excellent. He's a nice guy, man. All right, we are, our next guest is already set to go. I mean, we have loved her forever, Preston, for the, the, the bulk of our radio careers. Especially since that time she showed up down on South Street <laughs> yes. at Fat Tuesdays. We had the band. It was Mr. Green Jeans, and we had them learn, I think we're alone now, just in case she might want to sing. She came out in front of that huge morning crowd and destroyed it. I mean, just, it. And I, I mean it in a great yeah. way. She was absolutely, the crowd went crazy crazy when she sang. She's got a new song out. I'm going to play a little bit of this for you right now. Uh, it is called Hey Baby. Next to you, I can feel everything. My thoughts just rushing by. You're all I want tonight. Walking around this little town. You all around. 
Gobos. Please give some love to Tiffany. Good morning, Tiffany. Hey. How you doing? Hi, how are you? We we are wonderful. Hey, I want to start, you know, at the top, we were were mentioning, uh, you know, that you did this thing in Philadelphia. You've done so many things. I doubt you really remembered. I think you were on a promotional tour for Manic Panic, the hair dye. Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah, yeah we, we were having this party in the morning on South street and you got up and sang, I think we're alone now. And the people went insane. It was great. I remember they were, they were partying their heads off already. First thing in the morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you took, you said, Oh, it's, a, it's morning, my voice. And then, but you did it. And I, I, I kid you not press when Preston and I have been asked over the years, highlight experiences. Mm-hmm. And that was one that just stood out. So. That was probably like 23 years ago. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Long time ago. Oh, awesome. Yeah. No, well, I'm coming back your way. June 16th. I have a Philly date. So TiffanyTunes.com, everybody, go check it out. I'm out on tour starting June 5th. Uh, New single, Hey Baby, and uh, new album, Shadows, the album. So come experience some new music (laughs) with me and getting back to life. Well, let, uh, really, I'm so thrilled. Let me ask you what you were just hearing. What we were just hearing now sounded a little bit uh, Go Go's ish to me. It, it it had that same sort of vibe. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you know, working with my producer, we were just kind of like, you know, obviously I've moved more into like a little bit of the rock kind of, you know, um, version of I think we're alone now, and that's what I've been doing a little bit, slowly creeping there. Um, and that's just been something that I've wanted to do as an artist, really showcase my voice. My favorites are Stevie Nicks and Pat Benatar. So, you know, I really want to do stuff with more of an edge. So those have been kind of the albums and my transition. But this Shadows album, I, you know, even before COVID, we've had the ha- album done in the late, you know, 2019. So we were, you know, just sitting there. I spent most of my time in England recording the albums. And I was like, you know what, 80s music had such a fun uh, feeling to it. And if we could pop in some of my favorites, like Ramones and Go-Go's and Blondie and Tiffany, and with a modern flair, that would be really cool. So that we worked really hard on that. I think we accomplished it. That's hey, cool. Baby was the first single that we wrote. Um, and we just kind of followed it from there. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. The song, we have the best time performing it live. Well, Again, l- June 16th, com. everybody. We're going to be doing so much stuff in your area. Yeah. I have a food club as well, so I'm going to be cooking. Yeah. Let's Food with Tiffany. Join me on Instagram, guys, because there's lots of, I think, coming out of COVID, you know, once they said, yes, you can do things, and I'm just going to do all of it. <laughs> you're, so you're ready to go. Yeah. With people. Let me. Let, let, I'm ready to go. I've been, you know. Let me ask you something quickly here. You, you, because I wonder. There's a lot of people, you know, may not have known you on 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 the first go round, but I have to ask you. There was a whole episode of the Goldbergs based around you performing at, you know, and you don't see you, but you know about the the famous mall tour and and the, the 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 girls on the show trying to get a tape to you and so on and so forth. How many people know you from that on? Do you, do you, is that something that that people uh, people bring up to your attention? Yeah, I'm definitely all the TV that I've done. I've done some acting. You know, my Mega Python versus Gatoroid, my sci-fi, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, I loved it. Um, but you know, I mean, I'm just been having fun the last you know 20 years or so doing music becoming a songwriter, you know, doing, tapping back into acting. Uh, now the food, you know, I did a lot for Food Network, worked with Guy Fieri. So that kind of started the food career as well. 
Um, and now to kind of be doing all of these things together, I love it. I like to keep busy. I love, you know, life's an adventure. I'm very grateful to be doing this because, I mean, it's been 30 years and I'm still living years. my dream. But, I mean, who would have thought from, you know, Norwalk, California, a girl who would not shut up. I mean, I drove my family <laughs> nuts. Well, we're, get, we're getting a taste of that. Yeah. That it would work out. <laughs> well, well, so, well you, you started, it was 87. Was that the, the year of the of the mall tour? That was the year of the mall tour. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't perform in malls, but I have a mean shopping habit. So you might <laughs> see me in your mall. But you've, you, 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 you've, you've managed to, you've managed to do a whole bunch. I mean, I love the sci-fi stuff. I, I love, is there any, I, I know that they, they, I guess they sort of wrapped up the Sharknado stuff, but there's still, some of those movies are still being, you know, produced. Are you doing anything with those guys? Well, I haven't done anything lately. Right now, music has been the main thing. Okay. You know, it's it's kind of hard to to do it all, be on set, and then to tour. So this year is really getting back to touring, all right. celebrating the new album, reconnecting with everybody, showing people all my cooking skills, you know, mm-hmm. getting that out there. So, I mean, there's there's a lot going on in Tiff World. Again, if you join TiffyTunes.com, go, you know, find me there, and you will see how much is going on in Tiff World. I mean, I just don't stop, but it's been... It's been amazing. I, you know, COVID really, again, just threw us for a loop. But somewhere in all the crazy, there was these wonderful people that just popped up in my life. And we've just been creating, um, you know, food stuff, great music, waiting for the tour to happen. I signed a new record deal during the time period. And just been kind of getting my ducks in line. So, you know, we're coming out really ready to rock. And, and we're so excited. I debuted the new album live stream from vegas we had 20 people in the audience uh it was just it was amazing i you know i really can't say enough of how excited i am to get on the road and, and yes a little twist um new uh la guns is going to be coming out with me <laughs> uh, la guns is LA going guns. out with you johnny martin how the hell did that happen Scott Coogan, yes well they're friends of mine and um you know from la i'm an la girl too um, and they actually ended up doing a cut on the album, and uh, Tracy Guns is actually on that as well, <laughs> so I'm excited about that. But the boys, Johnny and, and Scotty, are friends of ours, and they were like, well, we're not going on tour until November. Why don't we come on tour with you and be your bass player who, and your who, drummer? I was who, like, that sounds like a lot of fun. Who else Obviously, do you know Who else do you know from that collective? Yeah. Who else do you know from that, 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 uh, that group, LA Guns? you know any other uh, the bands of that time? And, I well, mean, I'm I, really excited that Tracy Guns is on on the actual record that yeah. we that we recorded for the new album. Uh, we did a rival Sun song actually called "Keep On Swinging," hmm. and uh, and Tracy's on that. So I'm a huge fan, and he's lovely, and it was just a, an honor to have all of them play. Um, and then this just got better, you know. When Johnny and Scotty are available, they're like, "Why not?" I was like, "Why not? Let's do it." It sounds like a great time. That's so I'm cool. thrilled to have them on the road with me. Uh, we're looking at the dates. Yeah, City Winery is where you're playing June 16th. You'll be uh, in Atlantic City July 4th, and then I'm reading the Keswick Theater in November as well. So wow, you, you got a number of stops uh, in our region coming up. Yeah, my tour manager uh, Garrett Lauer giving music everybody out there. Garrett um, Lauer, he is from Philly, so of course we're going to circle around his territory. <laughs> nice, right, well, awesome. All right, Lovely well, people. we always have a good time when we're there. Excellent, Tiffany. It's great to hear from you, and uh, we look forward to the shows. And congrats on the new record, and thanks for checking in this morning. Oh, thanks, guys. I will soon. Take care. You got it, right. Tiffany. Right. Guys! And we actually have, I think we have the the re-recording of I Think We're Alone Now. I didn't want to play it while she was on the line, but she she redid it. And I think...
remember that. No, neither do I. Here we go. This is Gary Lauer producing. Tell Gary Producers. Children be That's what they say when we're together. I watch how you play. They don't understand and so we're fine just as fast as we can. Holding up to one another's hand. Trying to get away into the night. Then you put your I could see I Kathy like bopping around. Oh, like, I'm already thinking of who I want to call later and leave this as a voicemail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this would definitely be a oh, yeah. hairbrush microphone yep. song. Oh, for yeah. Sure. This was, I think this may have even been on the VHS tape. Wow. Was, uh, wasn't it Tommy James' birthday a couple days ago? It, not a couple of days ago. No, a couple weeks ago, I okay. think. Yes, because we, right. we did talk about him. Right. And Tiffany. Uh, briefly, yeah. yeah. I mentioned no, I, Tiffany. Sorry. I think yeah. that was the song. Don't we Don't we have that video of me in the hairbrush somewhere? No, that's a Belinda Carlisle yeah. song. Ooh, you're singing. Ooh, baby, baby, do you know what that's worth? But, okay, so then I, because I remember the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my voice so low, mommy? No, but I remember You're the, very pretty. And, Don't worry about it. And we tumble to the ground. I remember. So, and we tumble to the ground. So there's got to be... It, it was. I think it was on the same VHS oh, right. tape. It had to have been. Were oh. you a big Tiffany fan? Oh, yeah, because... Yeah. And um, Debbie Gibson. Well, because yeah. So my cousin worked with Debbie, yeah. and um, so we would also go see the Tiffany shows. Oh, we're watching you right now, Because Kathy. that rival that they supposedly have wasn't real. God, we have the actual oh, video God. of Kathy singing it. in her living room <laughs> with the... <laughs> It's so funny and it's so adorable. It's such a classic oh Americana God. thing. You oh and yeah. Oh, and the old piano and like look at the stairs. Remember when I came down the stairs and I was like peeking through the. Yeah. Oh, now did that old guy sitting in the chair? Did he pay you to dance for him? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hey, by the way, speaking of, uh, of live shows, yesterday I actually went to a concert. You uh, did? Oh, yeah. yours, your sons, right? Yeah, my son at uh, Souderton High School. They had they have a, a class called rock band. Ah. And so they've uh, this past semester they've been uh they've been learning rock songs and there's like I don't know there's like a dozen 14 15 kids in the span and they break them up uh, per song and uh we went to the uh Souderton Park and they have an amphitheater there and we all sat outside everybody distanced and everything we got to hear live music last night That's it was awesome. great and these students who were just having a blast it was it was awesome they were playing everything from uh the offspring to uh Creedence Clearwater Revival to Led Zeppelin, and uh, it, it was really, really fun. That is cool. It was, it was a good time, and I got to the see weather it. is. Oh. We've had a, a a slightly colder May, but it's still, yeah. uh, um, you know, it's nice now. It's getting there. I yeah. mean, you know, I was thinking about that today. We we didn't go, we didn't go from uh, you know freezing to, to blistering. So uh, I'm totally cool. So with we've that. already we've yeah. already gotten our springs worth. It can start warming up now, and we won't have gotten gypped out of anything. So. Uh, but anyhow, uh, as things return to normal, yes, more live music opportunities coming up. The MMRBQ obviously is on the way. Tickets are on sale now. If you haven't gotten yours yet, make sure that you do. If not, there's a little bit of information that you will hear right here telling you all about that. Hey, and money coming up. We have the money clip on the way next in Bizarre Files. Stay with us. 
93.3 WMMR presents... I have an auto warranty policy you might be interested in. Don't hang up. It's Pierre Robert. <laughs> Preston and Steve's Money Clips. I'm doing fantastic. Yo, I just won. I know you won. Yeah, oh, it's great. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your Money Clip. I just won $500 by listening to you guys. Up to seven times a day. Weekdays. And there's another one. I just won $500. Fantastic. <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. See official rules and details at WMMR.com. Thank you, guys. MMR rock. Excellent. Let's hear from our Money Clip winner. Sponsored by Hyundai City, South Jersey's official Hyundai headquarters. Thank you for listening to MMR, and we are happy to hand you $500. Yeah. 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. Thank All you, right. guys. MMR rock. No. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Cinch Propane Home Delivery Service. They make life so much easier. Never leave your house for propane ever again. Visit cinch.com. That's cinch, spelled C-Y-N-C-H, dot com. Well, as COVID-19 ravages India, some have taken to rubbing cow feces and urine on their bodies as a way to fight the virus. I do that every day. Doctors, then you're safe. Yeah. Doctors are warning against the practice, saying that there's no proof that it boosts immunity to help treat COVID. Well, I haven't had COVID yet, so I, I, I deny that. According to Dr. J.A. Jayala, who is the national president of Indian Medical Association, said there are also health risks involved in smearing or consuming these products. Other diseases can spread from the animals to human. Are people eating it? In Hinduism, the cow is a sacred animal of uh, life and earth. Some residents in the western part of the country have been visiting cow shelters to rub the excrement on their bodies, then hug or honor the cows. Yeah, we're watching. There was footage of a group of them doing it, Preston, up on the screen. While the mixture dries. Uh, When it does, it's washed off with milk or buttermilk. Uh, India, by the way, has been hit. Buttermilk, with... you. <laughs> <laughs> India has been hit with more than 22 million cases of the coronavirus and over 246,000 deaths, although experts say the numbers could be much higher than that. Uh, parts of the country have struggled to keep up with the demand for hospital space, <laughs> oxygen, and PPE supplies. See, what's that old joke? Look what you almost stepped in. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. Yep. I can't even watch this video. Yeah, it's gnarly. Kathy, what do you put on your face before you go to bed? <laughs> I don't know. Not, Ka- not, not cow dog? Not crap. It looked like they were doing yoga, Kathy, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. so, do you ever do cow crap yoga? <laughs> cow crap yoga. I oh wouldn't doubt it if that became a fad. Another <laughs> <laughs> oh, doing the, the buttermilk part of the treatment. Oh. All right, so a security guard has been fired after posting security images of the inside of a woman's bag in China. The man was working as a security guard at a subway station when he took special notice of the items inside a traveler's luggage, which was basically a bunch of sex toys. He was fired after authorities discovered that he had posted a photo of the X-rayed luggage on the social media platform Weibo. Uh, he reportedly sent the image to his friend, writing, She looked like Lin Chi Ling in her plaid skirt, but she had this in her bag. And the friend allegedly took a screenshot of the conversation and posted it to Weibo. Anybody who knows Lin Chi Ling knows she would not have that in her bag. I'm assuming that's what they meant by yeah. that. So Metro, the Metro said in a statement, we have zero tolerance of any action leaking passenger uh, privacy. So he got in trouble, but she had a bunch of dildos with her. 
A woman who claims to have discovered that her boyfriend had cheated on her has revealed how she got her own back, and some people think it's pure evil. TikTok user Thea Loveridge said after she and her partner gave birth to their son, she discovered that he had been cheating on her the whole time as she was pregnant with his ex, who she claims caused drama in their relationship. Shortly after she found out, he ended up going to jail. Now, during this time, Thea said that the the other woman was messaging him, trying to figure out where he was, all confused why he wasn't uh, talking to her. But instead of telling her the truth about what really happened, she said, I messaged her and told her, that he was dead. Whoa. And she didn't stop there. After uh, getting her sister to go along with the plan, too, she held a fake funeral for him and even sent out photos of the service. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, That's pretty good. He revealed uh, it's been three years, and she still thinks he's dead. Uh, She posts little tributes every year on on her Facebook page to the love of her life and how she's so sorry that she couldn't be there when he died to save him. Uh, since being posted, uh, the video has racked up more than 1.1 million likes and almost 16,000 comments from viewers who were in hysterics over the links that she went to. Oh, my God. London's firefighters have a peculiar new challenge, and that is to deal with not burning homes or even cats stuck in trees, but TikTokers stuck in swings. <laughs> The London Fire Brigade said its officers had been called to rescue 21 people stuck in children's swings this oh, yeah. year. Yeah, this is a big thing. And 12 last month alone. Uh, and they linked it to a reemerging trend on uh, TikTok. Uh, sometimes, as the in rescue of a 14-year-old girl, on May 1st, the firefighters are also being filmed as they try to rescue the trapped swingers. It's amazing because I'll see something. I just, I just check the general feed, the general stream on TikTok. Uh, it don't really, you know, follow going to people's accounts. But, uh, Preston, you'll see something this, like this pop up one day, and two days later, it's hundreds of the same type of video. Uh, the commissioner for fire stations, Jane uh, Philpot, said that it was not for firefighters to judge the precarious positions people get themselves into. But their quest, she said, for TikTok fame, people have been potentially diverting our crews for more serious incidents, and it isn't something we want to see. Like seesaw accidents. Uh, she asked young people to think twice before taking part in the challenge. Now, we'll do one more story. This is a weird one. A Miami Beach woman has been charged and ordered to stay away from a local high school after police say she trespassed the school <laughs> and pretended to be a student. According to the police, it all started when 28-year-old Audrey Nicole Francesquini a Carnival Cruise Line employee who works in sales entered American Senior High School in Miami on Monday. And that's when security confronted her, but she portrayed herself to security as a student and stated that she was looking for the registration office. However, instead of walking to the office, she walked straight down past in a hallway, uh, confronting multiple students as they were trying to enter a classroom. Upon this confrontation, she allegedly stopped them from entering a classroom, preventing them from entering class. And that's when uh, school security confronted her for a second time. This time, she refused to stop for the security, and they notified the school administration of a potential threat. Once French, uh, Franceschini witnessed the number of school officials began surrounding her, she began walking towards the exit door and out to a faculty parking lot, uh, which ultimately led her towards the street. Police began yelling commands for her stop. She ignored them, and she walked off the property. Later on, they analyzed surveillance video, and they managed to find out who she was. And the footage showed that not only did she dress up like a student on purpose, but as she was uh, preventing the students from entering the classroom, she was simultaneously handing them pre-printed pamphlets 
with her social media username on the flyer. So she was trying to, like, increase her Instagram followers? That's what they think, yeah. What an idiot. That's Once how a- they found her. Once officials were able to locate her through her social media page. <laughs> oh, man. The driver's license, she was arrested at her Miami Beach home. Uh, she told them she wanted to show them a video that she had recorded on her cell phone while at the school during the incident. Uh, but And it correlates exactly to their report, police say. She, she was could charged. have just stayed home and bathed in cow dung. She would have got viral traction. Uh, she was uh, charged on three counts, but that was her attempt at beefing up her social media That's numbers, insane. I guess. Insane. Yeah. They were pretty serious counts, like what she was charged yeah. with. It wasn't like yeah. something small. Yeah, no, very much so. All right, and that is what we have in the Bizarre File this morning. So the word for you to win $500 is quality. That's the Preston Steve Money Clip word. So you have a few minutes left, five or six, uh, to enter it. And the word, again, is quality. You can text it to 45911 or enter in the MMR app or WMMR.com. But we're running out of time. Make sure you do that now. We'll come back in a second. We'll ask our lesson question. Crash and music news coming up. We won't be gone long. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Gorgeous, beautiful Thursday, plenty of sunshine. High's going to get up to about 71, 72 degrees or so. Beautiful. And uh, next couple of days, even better. Tomorrow for your Huff Huff Friday, 75. For your Saturday, 75 degrees as well. Let's have a picnic tomorrow. I think that's a great idea. We should have a little picnic. Kathy can make us French toast. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. I'm certainly not making that, whatever that crap was I made before. Just don't wear your pants and panties. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be all right. We won't care how it is. I'm tastes. a mess. <laughs> pantsless picnic. Yeah. I like that. The pantsless <laughs> picnic. Exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. We're going to give something away. We have a stupid question. Not a stupid question. We have a lesson question. We're going to give away a Blu-ray combo pack of the Mauritanian. And the question that I have for you this morning is, what will the sequel be to This Is Us? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. So they can't, they, This Is Us is coming to an end. What is the sequel going to be called? 215-263-WMMR. We said it early this morning, the 6 o'clock hour. And if you were with us, then you are uh, eligible to answer that question. All right? The sequel to This Is Us. Let's do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Coors Pure, an organic light beer that is refreshingly simple. You go to contest at WMMR.com. You have a chance to win $500 and a quiz to reveal your organic personality from Coors Pure. Try it today. What's going on, Steve? Well, Drake will be named Artist of the Decade at the 2021 Billboard Music Awards. Billboard says Drake is just so awesome, they're completely sure no one will surpass him in the next nine years. Hey! Uh, Chrissy Teigen has apologized to Courtney Stodden for vicious t- tweets she bombarded her with when the then, the then 16-year-old 
married 50-year-old actor Doug Hutchinson. In a Twitter apology, Tegan wrote, quote, I am disgusted by the person I was and will do one act of kindness for each wrinkle in your ex-husband's ball sack. Wow. Oh, my God. And finally, Wendy Williams' former boyfriend, Mike Esterman, firing back at the talk show host after she labeled him childish for publicly speaking out about their split. Esterman revealed that Wendy's mouth is so big that he once witnessed her flossing with a pool noodle. Wow. <laughs> so that's why That's your Hollywood track. All right. We shall see if you were paying attention earlier this morning. What's the sequel to This Is Us? And I will go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hello. All Hello. right, Chris, what's the sequel to This Is Us going to be called? That Was Them. You got it. <laughs> that Was Them. Chris, hang on. We're going to give you a Blu-ray combo pack of the Martanian, uh, the riveting true story of courage and survival against all odds, starring Academy Award winner Jodie Foster. Uh, also, Tahar Rahim, Shailene Woodley, and Academy Award nominee Benedict Cumberbatch. You can own that now. On Blu-ray and DVD, and it is also available on digital. Uh, let's fire up some music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right, um, this is going to be short and sweet. All right. Corn uh, is hitting the road this summer. The tour will kick off on August 5th. We'll hit 28 U.S. cities this summer. Sorry, and we have to move on. <laughs> there will be a date here in Camden, New Jersey, at the BB&T Pavilion on August 13th. Oh, cool. Uh, and that's it. That's, that's it. I, I don't have on-sale dates. I have nothing else other than that. Well, I can add something to that. that. Um, Jackie Bam Bam's going to have tickets to win for you. Oh. Mm-hmm. So make sure you listen to Jackie Bam Bam. All right. So, I, unfortunately, the story that I read didn't have the on-sale date, so... I don't know. Nick, do you see anything? I got you that? back, bro. Um, no. Okay. It, follow them on social media because they did post all the dates, so it's just corn underscore official, and I'm sure they'll uh, release the on-sale time as well. Uh, it says this Friday. Where do you see that? New tickets, local. I apologize. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tickets yep. go on sale Friday noon. All right. That's, that's great. It's so good. And then one last story, and that's it. Uh, what? It just gets me every time. I mean, we were crippled with laughter when we first. I know. It was the best. (laughs) (laughs) That's you, right? It is. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you were just making, you were making a sound and it was, yeah, it was not pertaining to. (laughs) I didn't know that was me. Well, I. (laughs) You learn stuff. Yeah, double A. MCO. That I like. All right, and then the la- <laughs> Is there a chance you can do them both at the same time? That might be hard oh, yeah. to pull off. Hang on a second. Here. Three, two, that's tough. It's tough. Yeah, that's good. Like a maestro. Dang. Maybe the business will take back up for him. <laughs> Double A. Oh, man. MCO. Just want to let everyone know that business has increased 38% since the addition of a staccato fart sound. And I want to thank Smithers for thinking of that. <laughs> Could you add that to the Microsoft, you know, to the Intel, too? It, it sweeps the advertising Boom, ding, do, ding. Uh, by the way, there's a pre-sale on corn. What? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, just uh, go to the produce section. It says tomorrow. I think that means today. Uh, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Does tomorrow mean today? Yeah. <laughs> well, tomorrow is just yesterday's tomorrow. 
Well, let's see. This was, yeah, this was issued on Tuesday. And Wednesday, Sunday, Carbells. <laughs> Actually, maybe it was on Wednesday. Huh? Out of hell with All it. All the information is at WMMR. <laughs> information <laughs> Information you can use, right? Yes. Yeah. John Bon Jovi will headline a Manhattan benefit saluting frontline COVID workers. The Asbury Park Press reported that the fifth annual Love Rocks New York City concert will play on June 3rd at New York's Beacon Theater, and it will feature performances by... Uh, Billy F. Gibbons, huh. War- Warren Haynes, Joe Bonamassa, Gary Clark Jr., uh, Nathaniel Rateliff, and several others. Are uh, you a uh, Joe Bonamassa? I don't know enough about him. I've got. I know a... people who like are crazy. Oh about yeah, yeah, that. I do too. Um, so I've I've a blues uh, playlist. Yeah. That I um, listen to from time to time, and I did put a few Bonamassa songs on there, uh, but I don't. I'm, I, I just know that he's well regarded in in the guitar world. Um, my trainer Dwayne is a big fan, and I he was out here. I guess maybe about a year, a year and a half ago, yep. you know, and said he's just amazing live. Uh, the house band will be led by Will Lee uh, from the CBS ah. Orchestra, which is pretty awesome. Uh, the Love Rocks New York City show will be hosted by Jeff Garland, uh, Michael Imperioli, uh, former New York Yankee Bernie Williams, and Tina Fey. With fashion designer uh, John Varbatos serving oh. as the executive producer for Some luminaries. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> Watch, man. That's going to sweep the industry. Big tank and gas. One more time. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Exactly. All right, and that's it. That's all I have. Very short music news for you. We'll break, we'll come back, and uh, we'll see what Pierre's got going on later today. Word of the Week prize and more, so stay with us. We will return shortly. Is that a concert on the horizon? Oh, not just a concert. It's a full day rock festival. MM Barbecue 2021. Saturday, September 25th, BB&T Pavilion. Jane's Addiction, The Offspring, Hall of Famers, Cheap Trick. Long tickets start at just $25. For an entire day of everything that rocks with MMR. And eight of our favorite bands. Including Dirty Honey, Dorothy, Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen, Aaron Jones, and Foxtrot and the Get Down. Tickets on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. MMRBQ 2021. Details at WMMR.com. I'd say that'll bring uh, people to their feet at the MMRBQ September 25th. That is Dirty Honey, California Dreaming on 93.3 WMMR. They are on the bill, as are Gene's Diction. Who else we have, man? We have so many good bands that are playing. It's going to be Dorothy that's performing. It will be Dirty Honey, as I mentioned. Mammoth with Wolfgang Van Halen. The Offspring. I love it. Trick. Love it. All of this going on, and your tickets are out there. Just go get them. All right. How long ago did we was Dirty Honey in the studio performing? That's a good question. That is a good question. I'd say at least a year and a half ago. Because they were just yeah. Breaking out and everything yeah. was starting to go, and then and COVID the whole, hit. The whole story was out b- about yeah. them being, you know, uh, 
essentially no record label, just an independent band doing their own thing and taking off. So yeah. September of 2019, Steve, they were about to play at the Met, and uh, so September 25th or 20, I think actually they played the night before at the Met. They didn't wow. even have to sell tickets, and, and they then they came, came in, in and did yeah. the show the next day. So yeah, uh, way back in September. What's that? I don't know if they headline or not, but they played with uh no they all opened for Alter Bridge and okay. Skillet according to these notes. That's and, right. Yeah, and then oh, so they came in and show. did the uh, did our show the next day. But it's just, super super nice guys, great musicians. I can't wait to see them again live. It's almost like a relaunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so September twenty fifth, tickets on sale now. Hang on a moment. Wait, wait a second. What? Wait, wait, what? Bridget, are you there? I am here. You sound so happy, Bridget. Why is that? Bridget! That's wonderful. That's excellent news. Uh, Bridget, where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Turnersville, New Jersey. I am at work, but my boss is out. I'm at Christmas Pressure Wash. We're cleaning people's houses today, and... Ah. (laughs) The boss is out. She made the call, so she wins. That's fantastic. That's excellent. Bridget, have you have you been trying for a while, or you know we've actually had people bizarrely on their first shot uh, get a get yeah, a winner. I I have a group text with a couple of my girlfriends. Every time anyone hears it, we text the word to each other. We're all sending it in religiously, hmm. and we finally won, and we're super super excited. Do you we're owe them? Hey! I can't wait. Oh, awesome. awesome. I, I love that you won, Bridget. Congratulations. Thanks for listening Thank to MMR. We got $500 for Bridget. Yay. Yay. Excellent. It's <laughs> uh, a great I idea. It. I love it. Yeah, it's a if great you, idea. You and yeah. 500, 499 of your other friends. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, somebody's win, win yeah. probably. So that's cool. That's uh, I love cool. it. Uh, and we're on the home stretch, man. Only uh, only a few opportunities left. Indeed. Uh, real quick, before we continue, I do want to say thank you to Jeff Dye for being on the show yeah. this morning. Uh, Helium Comedy Club, uh, tonight one show, and then two on Friday and Saturday. And then we had Tiffany on. Yes! Tiffany has a new album out, and it's called Shadows, and she will be coming to the Philadelphia area later this year. It was great listening to her talk. (laughs) She she had a lot to say, actually. Um, What were you going to say, Pierre? I I just, uh, I love, you know, I love the various people you have on because it's such a great variety from comedians to musicians to actors and directors (laughs) and and media people of all kinds. And you notice things. um, Nick, I just, I have to hand it to you. When you guys had Dave Navarro on, it was just such a great conversation, but you... You know, you just never know when a point of something you might bring up turns into something. And Nick, you, you know, just wisely noted that um, he had a cuckoo clock in the background. And I think you brought it up. Yep. And that sparked a whole conversation. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, we've been doing more Zooms and to be able to see into their rooms. Kathy uh, was chatting with, was it Lizzie Hale, right? Yeah. And, and saw yeah. some stuff going on. Amy in, Lee. Amy I'm sorry. Lee. Amy, Amy Lee. Lee. Yeah, yeah. My apologies. Yeah. And, the but dolls or something, It's right? neat when we get to do these Zoom interviews because oh. they sound good, but you can also sort of see into their houses. So with, with Navarro just talking about the cuckoo clocks, and then he was explaining them and the metaphors behind it and all mm. of it, it, was, it, it made for an interesting conversation. So. He noticed that Kathy wasn't wearing pants or underwear, which right. made <laughs> Stop. Yep. But these things happen. By the way, that interview is available as a Daily Rush video if you want to check that out uh, on uh, PrestonandSteve.com. You can. It was a really cool conversation. Dave right Navarro? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just great. But, I mean, you know, that observation by Nick was, I thought, a great moment. But you guys always have such great conversations. It wasn't dolls. 
It was it, it, it was like Beanie Babies. It was Beanie Babies. Yeah, they were little, yeah. They were Care like, Bears. And um, uh, I thought they were My Little Ponies. My Little Ponies. My Little Ponies. Okay. Or My Little Ponies. It was all stuff you know from the eighties, like little kids' toys. Yeah. Because Jackson and I are uh, doing a Zoom uh, later today that we're recording. Uh, for Lizzie, with Lizzie and Amy, Lizzie awesome. Hale and Amy Lee. They have that uh, tour. Yeah, because they're touring together in December. They'll be in Camden. So, um, And they've done some really wonderful work together over the years. So, f- fun stuff. Nice, man. All right, can you help us out with a letter? I can. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by The Letter. Oh, as in, oh dear. Oh dear. We have a $250 credit to squeezed.com to give away. It is the best juice cleanse on the market. Well, uh, lose weight, better sleep, more energy. Online ordering and same day delivery at squeezed.com. So we will give that away tomorrow. Got anything special planned today? I'm a giveaway machine. Oh, wow. I right. mean, what what's so cool? We've got uh, money. We've got uh, money opportunities at noon and at 2 with uh, President Steve's money clips. Jackson, 4 and 6. Bam Bam at 8 o'clock. And uh, this day and tomorrow is our last day. So uh, it's been so much fun this time. And uh, we've had a lot of winners. We are blessed uh, at the station to have a lot. But uh, we'll also have tickets for Genesis, the last domino tour. Awesome. Uh, night number two, which goes on sale tomorrow. Uh, the first show sold out in 15 minutes. Jesus. Uh, it and those are some pricey tickets. With some of them were, yeah. yeah. They were a little more reasonably priced the higher up you went. But um, the um, it went on sale when you guys were on at 10. Uh, you were still on at 10.15, and it was sold out. Jeez. So this, uh, when it goes on sale tomorrow, I expect something probably pretty similar. This band is huge in this town. Um, and that's going to be Friday, December 3rd. Um, so that's um, something to keep in mind. We've got those tickets. And we'll have Rise Against tickets, who will be playing uh, Sunday, August 1st, on the Skyline stage at The Man. That just went on sale this morning at 10 a.m. Uh, so it's good stuff. Uh, it's so fun to give away tickets again. Yeah, I know. Awesome. We're doing that again, right? And to have concert commercials. You know, you just played the Genesis concert <laughs> commercial. I love, you know, hearing a concert commercial. By the way, speaking of selling out quickly, uh, like within a half hour of us announcing the Keenan's yeah. uh, exit, it, it sold out. God. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. a peg. Like 900 tickets went like wow. within an hour or something ridiculous. There's like a that. coiled spring yeah. of people yes, waiting, and and, uh, and it's great. It's great. Listen, for all that we have endured collectively, and, and, and people have endured horrific things, and we all know that, but at least to come on this side of it with the prospect of all of this is just fantastic. I just have to stop you, though. A coiled spring. What a brilliant analogy <laughs> for the pent-up uh, everything yeah. that we've been feeling. We collectively are, ladies and gentlemen, a coiled spring. <laughs> mm. And that's the name of my next band. I there love you that. go. Coiled spring. Uh, real quick, I want to say congratulations. I got an email from a guy named Brian Walls, and he says, uh, Hey, Preston, my name is Brian. Long-time listener. Just got out of the hospital. My wife and I just had our little baby girl. Oh, that is today. I wanted to see if you could give her a shout out uh, for my wife Ashley and our lovely daughter Ava Grace and the queen. The queen you were playing after two days in the hospital. That was great. So they appreciated that. So Brian, congratulations uh, to both you and Ashley on the new bundle of joy. Um, I would like to do a last minute giveaway as we're wrapping up. I have five of these left. It is passes to the premiere. Of Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. So awesome. It's tonight. This is in an actual theater, PS. Yes, 7 p.m. at the Cinemark. 
University City. So we'll take the first five callers and make it simple. 215-263-WMMR. If you can go to the movie tonight, we'll set you up with that. I want to take this moment to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And also Acme, everything you need to prep for this summer season. Uh, Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Uh, Tomorrow... Ending the week in fine form. We will talk to our good friend Rob McElhenney. Yeah, he's got stuff to promote. For our golf outings coming up yep. and another season of Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest. Thank you very much. And we're excited about this. Those who have watched Falcon and Winter Soldier, Wyatt Russell. Yeah. Yeah. Will be joining us. John Walker is his character's so name, and he's actually been in our studio. Yeah, everybody super wants nice, him. Yeah, super nice guy. So we'll have that, and uh, maybe a contest tomorrow. We got a lot of Ooh. stuff to give away. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow, friend. Preston and Steve on ninety three WMMR. Bing there. Do do be do 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 do